Street Fight listeners. Glad to have you here. We're taking calls tonight. It's a Sunday night street fight, and we want to talk to you. Give us a call, 614-655-3887. That's the number to dial. Let's talk for a while. We're here on WCRS FM in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, you can add that to your radio dial uh, just by going to 92.7 or 98.3 if you're here in Columbus, Ohio. Otherwise, WCRSFM.org has a ton of great shows you can listen to. Um, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We are Street Fight Radio. We've been doing this for 10 years now. Never stopping, never give up, never say die. Um, you're going to have to hear what we think every single week. We do it on Wednesday nights, 7 p.m., and we do it on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. So come jump in the chat. Come hang with the gang, act orangutan. Let us know what's up. Uh, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube, uh, or out in your podcast, listening just fine as well. And if you want to support what we do, head over to store.streetfightradio.com where there's pins and patches and stickers uh, and a lack of shirts and other merchandise. Um, you know, I'm really dro- dropping the ball on most of that. Uh, but eventually, we'll be getting back together. Uh, we'll see. But if you want to support us, head over to patreon.com streetfightradio where you can sign up to receive bonus audio, one extra show a week. Um, we've moved out of Shocktober 3 and are into the variety show phase uh, of the season. So it's a grab bag uh, the, for the holidays. And if you want to... If you want to purchase any of the uh, any of the shows, any of the premium shows like 100 Million Tons of Steel, uh, Teen Fight Radio, or any of the Shocktobers, they are available at store.streetfightradio.com. Hey, hey. How's it going? Doing good. Doing excellent, I think. Yeah, I, I just am. poured Kratom into my ear. So Wow, that's, that's a first. Yeah. Yep. That's not the way to do it. You got to drink it. But uh, yeah, that's that was my just panicked just now because I was chugging it and uh, while you were doing the intro and then I felt it go into my ear and I was like, oh, that's that's good. That's not where you want that stuff. Uh, well, how so, I'm, I'm just wondering what the fit. What is how does that work? How, how did they get above your ear? Mm, I was drinking it in a very fucking immature way. Oh, I was like, like kind of lackadaisically upside down, like sippy cup style mm-hmm okay all right now i'm done i'm gonna get it out of here i can't i the inside of my ear is still wet but uh i'm gonna fucking power through thank you for that i got Appreciate my command it. center here i've got survivor series on the second monitor just letting it roll probably won't pay any attention to it because i don't care uh, I gambled on two football games today and lost both. So all the money Ooh. I won betting on wrestling is gone. So why, why would you bet on, on that exactly? I wanted more money. And you just were just, I mean, what do you know about football? Oh, nothing. I don't know shit about football. I, I just was like, oh, well, this one looks good and this one looks good. And yeah. I lost both. So, well, Big Dave actually told me to bet on the one. I said, what's a good football game to bet on? He's like, this one's safe. And it was Buffalo winning by Uh more than seven. And I was like, oh, well, that must be a sure thing. If that's the line, it's like, 
you know yeah easy yeah they, how they could got it, that. yeah how could it possibly not work out so of course like i bet and then buffalo loses by like three touchdowns maybe four i don't even know and then i was like panicking and i was like i i, I want to make that money back so what i did was in my mind i tried to cheat the system okay yeah because they don't ever think about that well not i'm talking about the karmic system ah really. yes so like that system can be world. swayed that can be swayed yeah so i go like this i go well what's my favorite football team and when i did watch football probably 10 years ago my favorite football team was the cincinnati bengals so i was like i'm gonna bet on the raiders to beat the Bengals, and so i made that bet and the Bengals won by a lot so not my day not my day out there in the betting world <laughs> um i mean it's been, it's it's cracked me up for pretty much like a week now um when you <laughs> um the text from like a week ago with the wrestling bet, you're like, oh my God, they let some idiots that don't watch wrestling make the line. This is like yeah. a surefire win. <laughs> I just keep going back and looking at that. Now you were like, this is a fluke. Are you serious? They just were like handing money away. <laughs> hey, I did win one. Okay. 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 But yeah, that other one was like, well, I mean, I still, everybody thought that, that Miro was going to win. So sure. I thought like, you gotta be crazy to fucking not think that's going to happen. And then boom, I lose. And now an account that I had $70 and now just has zero or $1 in it. So yeah. well, no more bet until February, maybe next time February, I'll bet again on wrestling and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. What's in know? February revolution the revolution pay-per-view i was gonna bet on survivor series which is happening tonight but i don't know what is going to happen on that show i don't know anything about wwe anymore i haven't watched it in a very long time other than like on in the background while i'm doing other stuff uh which is podcasting and it's next to me on the other side of me so i don't even like really look at it so yeah um, I guess I should, uh, also ask for this, uh, me and Brad on, on, well, it'll come out Friday, I guess we're recording it on Tuesday. So if you don't, if you have not listened to this by Tuesday, uh, or if you've listened to this before Tuesday, we are doing a get motivated episode about Dr. Keith Ablo. And, uh, if you know of any good stuff with him send it to me brian so that i can look through it and listen to it and read about it uh he's our motivational guy i'm going to see if he can get me motivated tomorrow actually excellent idea get me rolling you know get me feeling fucking fired up you know it's it's thanksgiving week it's the start to the holiday season which i don't know i mean it's fine whatever um um yeah i mean it's a well here's the thing what i like uh, about keith ablo is uh right here on the page it says people also ask why did keith ablo lose his license 
Yeah. See, yeah. So he, that's something that's a renegade thinker right there. Too dangerous <laughs> of thinking, maybe. <laughs> I think, and I'm not a hundred percent sure about this. Me too. Oh uh, no. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, For, actually, I mean, he's a piece I, of shit. Yeah. Yep. He allegedly had sex with multiple patients and uh diverted controlled substances from patients and procured his license renewal fraudulently and displayed a pointed firearm (laughs) this guy's got it all yeah he's got it all baby he's not gonna motivate me he'll motivate me probably to if he points a gun at you it's gonna get you. yeah that gets you you moving that's true i'll dance i'll start dancing get you to do oh my god he's written novels too Ah, oh, if I had more time, I'd let, I'd read one of the novels. Can't wait. Yeah, this guy. He he seems like a real. Uh oh, never mind. He, one of the books he has is called Critical Race Theory. Uh, so okay. or no, that's from Cornell West. That's not bad. Okay, sure. That's the good kind. Huh. Um, I did want to say thank you to everybody um, that that messaged me. Um, I realized I sounded like a shitty attitude last week, uh, but I did appreciate it. And I'm not as, as, in as much of a shitty attitude. Uh, also, uh, Formula One is the fucking greatest. It was really good today. And Lewis Hamilton is so impressive. It's incredible. Um, but I wanted to say to you, Brian, is that Formula One, the races are pretty boring. And that I wanted to mention that IndyCar does have like the most exciting racing with like the fast speeds and everything going around corners. They do way more passing and shit in IndyCar. Uh, and I got news that uh, I have tickets for Indy 500 next year. So it's like one of the I, best things ever. Yeah, it's, it's like one of the it's amazing to watch. It's unreal. The, the Independent 500. Yep. Is that what it is? Indy? Independent Indiana. Yeah. Independence Day, Indiana. Independence Day, Indiana. Yes. The Independent 500. So we got, it's going to be. Thank you, that Matt Bone. That's, that's who got him. That's very nice. Indy buddy. Thank you. It's going to be a wild week this week. We have, um, you know, Thanksgiving coming up and Black Friday coming up, which I don't think Black Friday is going to go off this year. It's, I mean, I've been told it's happening. I've, I've had several emails and they're like, I mean, I feel like they're, they're, it's, it's already here. I don't feel like that is a thing anymore. I guess there yeah. will be some, there are going to, I mean, there, there is a tradition. There is a, you know, it just doesn't feel right uh, unless you're getting up at five in the morning and getting fancy coffees and then going uh, to like crowd to, to fight a crowd, you know, I did have it is to- fun. I did go oh. to Target on Friday night, and they already had the TVs out. Really? That they're selling. Yeah, they had the extra TVs out, like in the women's clothing section, they had TVs too. Uh-huh. Like they just, wherever they could fit some TVs, they put some more TVs that people could buy. So, yeah, I actually, I had an interesting thing that happened on Friday, uh, there's a pallet store in town called bargain galore and they're only open on Fridays and Saturdays. And they basically have everything at, at, at manufacturer's price. And then you just pay 50% of retail. Uh, like that's their gimmick. Okay. Uh, but, but th- there's a line every Friday morning cause they take pictures of everything they've got. So uh, there's always a gigantic line. And I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing about having this black eye 
is that people like you immediately. Like, it's like people treat you like a dog with like a cereal box on its head, you know, like you're just some lovable scamp. Like, pe- yeah, I go. So I go to bargains galore. There's a big ass line. It's cold as fuck. I've walked towards this guy and he looks at me and just starts beaming real big. And he says, Ooh, goddamn, you look cold as fuck. And I was like, I am. These pants are were a horrible choice. And I start complaining about the pants. And then we're going on and on. And then the lady behind us joins in it and uh, was talking about like, we were just talking about how we're already late on buying Christmas shit and uh, all the fucking shit that you can get at this place and all of our best finds that we've had. And uh, it was, it was really good. It was some of the best line waiting that I've had in a long time. Yeah. Bargain galore. Bargain galore. It's the shit. I got some crazy stuff. I got a Mario party for the Nintendo switch for 20 bucks. I got like, yeah, I got some other stuff. Can't say, but yeah, they had trampolines. I never never heard of what a pallet store. I never heard of a pallet store. So yeah, there are people that just buy stuff in bulk. Like they get returns or like, yeah, pallets of like Amazon returns or shit that they don't send back. um, Leftover merch, all of that. And they just buy it in bulk. And then they, like I said, they just price it as 50% off retail. Nice. Okay. Okay. I'm it's great. Maybe I need to go to a pallet store. It's fun. It's a good, I mean, everybody there is to get some deals. Also, they have fake purses. They do have a pretty, pretty goddamn good fake purses. Okay. All right. Fake purses. I have to get my wife. My wife's birthday is December 13th. So I have that whole situation like right in my face yeah. situation. I, my exes is that. And I had to, I bought something for her when I was on vacation just because I knew I had to get something and from Charlotte, you know, for her mom. Yeah. Oh, that I is guess for me too. I'm going to, it's from me. It's yeah, I do. I care about her. Right. So I have to give her a gift. All right. First call. Thanks for calling yep. street fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is Lucas from Connecticut. How are you guys? Great. How are you, Lucas? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Um, so um, I wanted to call in and talk a little bit about um, the work I've been doing part-time uh, with my union as a uh, new organizer. Awesome. Sweet. What are you doing? So, uh, so there's a home care agency uh, that operates in like southwestern Connecticut um, that has an agreement with uh, my union to allow us to contact their employees for like, we got like a two-month window. Um, where we're allowed to contact them and they say that they won't uh, retaliate or interfere or try to stop us. Uh, We have like a neutrality agreement. And uh, I've been three days a week uh, driving around trying to get folks um, on board with standing up against their bosses and collectively demanding more for themselves. Nice. 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 So what, what, uh, um, uh, I don't. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. No, um, you go. I, I don't really. Okay, I'll go. Um, I don't really understand why a company would ever sign a neutrality agreement and allow us to do this. Um, I'm pretty new to the uh, the or, uh, the unionization organization stuff, but I think part of the reason why they allowed it and why they're on board with it is because they thought we wouldn't have any success in um, speaking to their workers because Ooh. a huge percentage of their workers only Recording speak Polish, Ukrainian, and Russian. 
So oh, they weird. think it's not going to work? Yeah, they because so the first day that I went out, it was me and uh, this guy, Julio, and we're uh, going to people's houses. I cannot pronounce their last names. I can sometimes pronounce their first names. We get to the door. They have no idea what we're talking about. They don't understand much English, and I don't speak any Ukrainian, Russian, or Polish. But um, the chapter in uh, New York City has a woman that speaks all three of those languages. So she's been driving from Brooklyn to Connecticut to help us out. And uh, I've been partnered up with her and it's awesome, dude. I don't like awesome on one hand because I don't have to do any of the organizing really. I'm just like the chauffeur almost. Uh, I, I try to help out and, you know, I hold the pens and everything, but me and this woman show up to their house. We knock on their doors. They look at us kind of like, what's going on? What the hell is happening here? She starts speaking their language and like immediately a switch flips and they're down to listen to what she has to say. Wow. That's awesome. You just gotta be the, you gotta be the show for that's easy. That's easy work. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I love do, doing chauffeur. Uh, we get people. It's, it's awesome. I love driving and I've got no issues with it. And I threw on uh, some Google Bordello because they've got some songs that are in Ukrainian. And uh, uh-huh. she was like, oh, this is Ukrainian music. Like, yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah. That's what we call yeah. it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so, what people um, call it in America. <laughs> Ukrainian music. So we, get to this, we get to this one house, and I asked the guy, um, so you work for this home care agency? And he was like, uh, no, but my mom does. He's like, oh, that's strange. Our records that we got from the employer indicate that you work there. Well, since they think you work there, we need your signature on this union card. Um, so you could do it for your mom. Ooh. You know, even if your mom's the one that does the job, um, we can get uh, better health insurance benefits. Uh, you know, it's not a guarantee. I always have to We make sure that they understand it's not like sign this card, you get this stuff. Uh, uh-huh. The way the process works, we have to get um, 30% of their employees to sign a card. And once we have that number, uh, then we can have a vote. And as long as the votes, uh, the yes votes outweigh the no votes, even if only four people vote, if three of them are yes and one is no, then a union is formed and they sit down and negotiate a contract. So everything is on the table and nobody pays any union dues until a contract has been negotiated. So other than being scared by their employer doing some shitty union busting, and which they have done, they're mailing them letters telling them if somebody comes to your home and you ask them to leave and they uh, try to resist, call the police. And one guy did threaten to call the police on us. Um, he was less than thrilled to speak with us. All right. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, you got to just listen, look for those yeah. cues. <laughs> Get Some people fight. hate the Yeah, union. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like going to stand there and argue with somebody, especially in a language that I don't speak and I'm certainly not going to be waiting around for the police to show up if they get to the point where they've called them, you know, like that's, you're not going to bully someone into signing their union card. So I don't, well, I'm, I'm not like a, called on me. They've had two by four with some nails sticking out of it. Maybe that could have convinced them otherwise. If you had a gun, <laughs> that, might, that might do it. If you had a gun, yeah, you that could, could probably work. Sign it. That's not what we're going for. If you yeah, had a gun, you sense. could get them to sign it. And then when they pick up the phone to call the police, you could shoot the phone out of their hand, too. Mm-hmm. That could work. That sounds like uh, some street fight rapid city. I don't know if I could roll that high. If my dexterity is <laughs> not that high. Whatever check I would have to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, because if you're shooting something out of somebody's hand, you also have to spin the gun around on your finger. Right. You know, it's a routine. It's not yeah. just one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it's a routine. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched uh, trick shooting? Have you ever watched that? Where the guys like a, a, the, like a, they basically make a obstacle course for gun guys. Right. Mm, right. And they have like a, a sidearm, like Glock, and um, they like have to start at the starting line, and then they pull the gun out of their thing, and they have to shoot a bunch of different targets as fast as possible. And it looks goofy as shit when you watch it, but it it's not like because as you can imagine, the people that are like really good trick shooters are uh, kind of dorks. You know right. what I mean? So they don't like look cool or sure. anything. But um, they and, are. But technically but, are. Yeah. But it's also kind of a, a, a like not high uh, uh, physical physicality sport. You know? Sure. It's Just, like sub bowling uh, exercise. <laughs> really, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I bet you get huffing, uh, you know, running around, laying on the ground and shit, doing barrel rolls and shit. You don't do barrel rolls, dude. You stand up through the whole thing. Oh, in one. You, those are the people that stand in one place, right? Yes. And there just, should be you, like, psh, 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 psh. Yeah, you know what there sh should be, dude? Hmm. Uh, like, I just invented this. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, caller. Well, we'll get right back to you. I think you, you, you can appreciate this idea that we have. Okay. Or I have. So what you do for this is you sort of hang. Hmm. I'm trying hmm. to. Okay. So underneath the person, right? There is like a whack-a-mole sort of situation. Okay. And connected to it is boxing gloves with like a fist inside the boxing glove. And they just randomly pop up and punch you underneath the chin while you're shooting. Then I think you Ooh. got something there. I think <laughs> we got something there with that sport. Okay. Shooting competitions like need defense. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I thank you. I think all comp that's true. It ain't a sport unless there's defense. Right. And that's, uh, your, that's your old school way of being. I don't, I, I mean, every good sport has defense. Okay. That's part of the, well, you know, basketball's better when there's not defense, to tell you the truth. <laughs> you like just people showing off? Slam <laughs> yeah, dunk competitions. Yeah, trick shot, trick shot Instagram is my favorite basketball. <laughs> dude perfect. <laughs> my favorite sports team is dude perfect. <laughs> what dude perfect they should do like a blue man group thing and take over some arenas and do some trick they do. shit oh they do they Good. do they just did one here recently dude perfect was just here Fuck at the yeah. schottenstein center wow uh you ever heard of dude perfect <laughs> i'm asking a caller you ever heard of dude perfect yeah that's uh it's like nitro circus travis pastrana but instead of dirt bikes they have ping pong balls and frizzy <laughs> yeah and it it's sort of, I mean, not necessarily Christian, but it's like a Christian version of Nitro Circus. Yeah, it's for, it's, yeah, for incredibly bored, like, yeah, chast people. 
it's, it's sort of like if Jackass was like youth group minister. Yes. Is how it feels. Let's throw this fucking football off the top of the building. <laughs> right. I feel like their best shit's probably on YouTube. Like seeing that in person probably doesn't make it a whole lot better. I paid a hundred. I paid one hundred eighty dollars for upfront, and it was totally worth it. You could see, like, they were genuinely right, happy with what they were what they were doing. Like, they were really into it, and like, I had a blast. I mean, I'll say this about Dude Perfect, though. Dude Perfect is an incredibly impressive thing to do live. Oh yeah, no, I, I would believe. be screaming, and it's so fun to have like to get crazy about like a water bottle, like with a, a screaming, roaring stadium full of people. While someone like throws a basketball across the room. I mean, I would fucking freak out if I went and they even made one like like they could miss all of the shots except for one. Oh, yeah. And I would absolutely lose my fucking mind when they made that one. Yeah. Well, this has already been this has already commodified on TikTok. There's people that go live. And they will just sit down with like construction buckets full of ping pong balls and they will set up a little scenario and they'll just bounce ping pong balls over and over again on yeah. for hours. Yeah, it's got to be good. It's 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 got to be. It's got to be because I, I I I wasn't super totally impressed with dude. Perfect. When me Until. and my daughter used to watch the videos because it's like you can edit the videos. So it, it's a, it, like uh, Zoloft Deschanel says in the chat, it feels like the problem with Dude Perfect Live is that trick shots are like one make for a thousand misses. Yeah. And that's why I feel like Dude Perfect Live could be great. Yeah. But I also think um, if they have to put, if they have to do something repeatable, I mean, they have some amount of accuracy and skill. So it might not be they don't have to all do ridiculous stuff, but if they can like pinpoint throw a football into something, you know, it's enough. I'm gonna learn that. I'm gonna become one of those guys. Gonna I'm gonna join those... Dude Perfect. Actually, that's a good, that'd be a great hobby for you. Be a good goal to have. It's like yeah. guys that decide they're gonna be in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I love those guys. I don't know why they do it or how they decide to do it, but like. Just like the guy, they want acknowledgement. The guy that put all the cigarettes in his mouth. I mean, he's famous forever, dude. Yeah, forever. So, all right. Uh -uh. So, how, so what, what's the what's the next uh, round? What's the next uh, thing for the union? Like, where do you go from here? Uh, we're still in the process of getting the. Uh, we need like somewhere around 130 cards because they have something like 390 employees. So, 30 percent of that. But okay. um, we're just still trying to uh, reach out to folks. A lot of people are like not home or don't want to answer the door or, you know, there's only one of us that speaks Russian, Ukrainian and Polish. So uh, a lot of times when I'm with um, the organizer that does speak those languages, meanwhile, like while we're driving from house to house, other people are driving from house to house. And if they encounter somebody who's willing to talk to her on the phone, then they give her a phone call. So while I'm driving us to the next house, she's organizing oh for all of the other houses as well. She's so busy and she's driving wow. three hours, uh, like three days a week to come up and help us with it. It's, it's That's huge. Incredible. Um, yeah. What an amazing person. But these people are making like, they're making like 13, 25 an hour, which is 25 cents more than Connecticut minimum wage. 
And they are doing like some really fucking essential work, helping these people like get dressed and bathe and eat and just have some sort of like quality of life. And they're getting mm-hmm. paid bare minimum. And I think the reason is because the, uh, the owners of the company know that even though these people are like educated, some of them like were lawyers in um, Russia before they came here. And now without being able to speak English, it's real tough to uh, find work. And um, one person that we went to, uh, the kid who was saying like, no, he doesn't work there, but his mom does. Um, when uh, my coworker was speaking to him in Ukrainian, he revealed to her uh, that his mother doesn't have, you know, a quote unquote legal uh, right to work in America. So he has the job on paper, but she does the job and we don't give a shit about citizenship status. Like that's not our concern. We're not there to like investigate or report on any of that. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to keep it kind of vague, not saying any names or anything. Um, mm. But yeah. So that's crazy. Once cool. we get that done, I guess we've got like another month uh, to get the rest of the cards and I'm not really sure where I will fit in at that point. Cause I'm primarily just a home care worker myself, but have a, a flexible enough schedule. And, um, during like the election cycle, I was doing member political organizer work, which was a lot of setting up phone banks and doing phone banks on behalf of politicians that I didn't necessarily love. Um, and that work was much less appealing to me than this organizing work. But, um, hopefully it turns into a full-time position with the union for me. I've worked in nonprofits before. I used to work for the Boy Scouts as soon as I graduated from college. So I've done the nonprofit grind before. And I know that it, they kind of take advantage of people believing in the mission and whatnot. But now at 30 years old, I'm, I'm ready to be taken advantage of again and also have health insurance. <laughs> Brett is too. He, he's been telling me he's ready to be taken advantage of. <laughs> yeah, it sounds nice. Dude, Sexually. I, that show you guys were talking about like having a job part-time collectively I had an idea and I thought about like uh, mentioning it at some point, but now seems like a good time. So I've done a lot of applications and a lot of interviews because I'm primarily a job coach and I would absolutely love to like get a job doing some like, you know, food service or retail, whatever you guys tell me the job, I'll try to get it. You give me assignments while I'm there and like, I, I could, I could get some content for the show, like a field reporter type of situation it could be funny. It could be great. <laughs> okay. That, that's, as I much, mean, that's as fleshed out as I got it. Like, that's it. That's what I got. Okay. Yeah. I mean, definitely message me and we'll try to figure it out because it would be nice to, to be able to get, because we're always trying to get calls from people at certain types of jobs and, and we're rarely very successful at it. Um, cause we were looking for teachers this week. I don't know if we got any teachers listening right now that could call in about parent teacher conferences. Uh, cause me and Brett both hate them. And we were just wondering if teachers hate them as much as we do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Message me. Maybe we'll try to put something together. Word will do. Um, well, my last thought before I scoot and uh, let somebody else talk your ears off. Um, last time I called in, I, uh, did the, the pulling your leg story about the lady who tricked me into buying her groceries. Um, yes, I thought yes. about calling in again with, uh, with another, uh, fake story, but this one, uh, so there's a cop that parks like in the parking lot at the end of my street. And I uh-huh. really wanted to like call the police 
uh, not the emergency number, but call the police department and say like, yeah, there's a, there's somebody in a white SUV parked at the end of my street. Uh, they have a gun and they're making me feel very unsafe. Uh, if you, if you guys could have them removed, I'd be very appreciative. And then when they ask for like a description of the vehicle and whatnot, that's when I slowly say like, oh, well, it says, uh, uh, police on the side and, uh, you know, like just call them, but act like it's a real problem and get them out of here. They probably would be very mad at you. If I'm just guessing they'd be really hot under the collar. If you did that and may, I mean, look, if you want to do it, fucking with the police is always funny. But it's also always dangerous. <laughs> don't I, have any contraband yeah. on you if you do it. And as I said, they're parked at the end of my street, so it wouldn't be uh, long before they were at my driveway. Instead, I, they but, would, and uh, they would I, come and I, bug you too. They would come and they yeah, they would knock sure. on your door and be like, "This guy's, you know, hey, quit playing on the phone," sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, so, that's what it would be. Quit playing on the phone. It's exactly what they would say. Complain on the phone. My cousin had a friend that used to have like wild parties and his biker buddies would be doing burnouts on their uh, motorcycles in the street in front of his house. And the cops would show up every time and he'd be like, what do you want me to do? They're adults. They're in the street. They're off my property. I can't do anything about that. Leave me alone. Get out of here. Stop harassing me. It became such a problem that he said, like, I don't want the town police to ever come to my house. You got that? And they said, "Okay, we got that. And then uh, somebody was ODing and drove, like, was in their car and rode from the park, the apartments across the street into his driveway and crashed into his garage. And he called the cops and they were like, he's like, hey, you got somebody ODing here. And the cops were like, oh, what's the address? No, we're not coming. So, fuck Oh, up. shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fuck the police. Another tall tale. Yeah. Did we get tall tailed? I don't know. I don't either. Well, thanks no, for calling uh, in. As far as I know, that one's true. I wasn't at that party. But um, I, I sometimes often say all cops are bastards around the house and whatnot. The other day, my 11-year-old said, is bastard a bad word? And I was like, where did you hear that? Because outside of that context, I never say bastard. Right. Generally. It's also but, not a bad word yeah. necessarily. Bast- bastard's a great word. Yeah. You goddamn. It's pretty fantastic. You bastards. Yeah. All right, you bastards. Well, I'm out of here. Uh, Have a good day. Well, thanks for calling in. Keep up the good work. Love you both. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, you bastard. Now it's just the bastard show. See, (laughs) we're just two bastards acting bastardly. (laughs) A couple of real fucking bastards bastarding it up out there. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good good one. It's a classic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think, it, I mean, that sounds like uh, that sounds like a like conservative Facebook meme that like they didn't show up to the OD. Um, it does sound sort of to me like, and then they got what they deserved. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Or yes, I'm trying to think of like it would have Dirty Harry yeah. pointing a gun at the <laughs> yes. cameras yep. for the meme. I right. guess because yep. Dirty Harry's made like he. They make a lot of Dirty Harry memes he, over there. Dirty Harry's still at it. I mean, Clint has been making movie year after year. I know. Me. I want to watch Cry Macho. I just haven't had the chance to watch. I watched the weird one where he becomes a drug mule. Yeah. Driving over that. the border into Mexico. That, that one's pretty funny. But um, I'm pretty excited 
to see Cry Macho. I don't even know what it's about yet, but I'm sure it's something where he's like an old curmudgeonly guy that's like probably intolerant of other races and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yes. He's, you know, something he's comfortable with. He's in his, he's in his, uh, the end of his career. He's just doing what comes natural to him. <laughs> what feels good. He's doing what feels good to him. Yeah. And you know, that's fine. Okay. Let the angry old man make a movie every year. Was he? I wonder how old he is. I'm going to Google how old he is. One billion years old. Is what I, I think he's right. in the 90s. 90s. He might be in his 90s, dude. Uh, Clint he's, Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. He's a 90s dude. <laughs> so it would be okay. 2021 minus 1930. They don't tell you no more. They make you do the math. Well, that's what I'm doing. The internet's not bad. Like all services have gotten worse. They don't even tell you the answers anymore. He's 91. Okay. Still doing it big time. Fucking dude is 91 and he's still making. I wonder if he's even making the movies. You know, like, can we do that? Can we become guys that are like, you know, Clint Eastwood's not even really making his movies. That's that's actually a big false bullshit thing. He's mm. actually they use his name so that they can sell the movies, but he's just sitting on set in a director's chair while somebody else directs the whole movie. Sure. That's the that's my new Clint Eastwood. You're going after him? Yep. I am going after him. You know, he's a he's a conservative guy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can go after him. You know, 91-year-old, I'm really picking up. You know, when I was younger, it was like you, you, they didn't want you to pick on people younger than they, it's, fuck, it's wrong to pick on people that are younger than you, uh-huh. but it's not wrong to pick on people that are 91 because okay. they're like way older. They should know better. Yes, they should right. know better. Next call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? What are you doing, Nikki Jake? That's my kid. Hey, this is uh, this is Walt from Rapid City, South Dakota. What's up, Walt? Howdy. South Dakota, Rapid Dakota City, calling. too. Yeah. What's going uh, on? What's going on? Uh, what's the Russian weather? Dandy, if you know me from Twitter, but yeah, yeah. what's the temperature but, there right now? Oh, it's still a little bit above, probably forty outside. Oh, yeah, okay, nice and crisp. Oh. It's kind of the I banana belt with the Black Hills, the Pasapa right here. What's that? Uh, the Black Hills, where Mount Rushmore is, you know, uh, oh. around the Treaty of 1851. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. I want to go. I want to go to South yeah. Dakota really bad because, like, well, I was going to tell you guys, there's like, if you guys are going west, it's a nice place. If you're either going to Denver or up into Montana, if you're doing a tour, so yeah. probably can help you book something. So. SD yeah. baby, not I, but I. There's a there's a place called Ernie November's that's out here in the High Plains. It's pretty nice for that spit. So. Well, we are gonna start booking stuff. Yeah, we're soon gonna, enough. Yeah. If you're looking for a, a stopover fun. somewhere coming there, back wrapping might not be too bad. So. Yeah, we're finally gonna get our motorcycle anyway. licenses and do a whole tour on motorcycles through the yeah. through the West. <laughs> We are literally 35 minutes from Sturgis, and we're 45 yeah. minutes from Deadwood. So. Wow. And Deadwood doesn't gonna... roulette now. So. Wow. Okay. That's everything we need to do a book a show. <laughs> yeah. Now that we're going on yeah. tour, yeah, too, yeah. 
now that we're, we're going to be able to go back on tour again, I got an announcement. I'm going to be purchasing some kendo sticks for me and Brett to hit each other <laughs> when we're on stage. Smart. <laughs> I've never uh-huh. heard somebody describe Those are always available at the smart. Rally, so yeah. It peps you up. <laughs> It really it shakes you into existence. Yeah. You know those things? You can get yeah. four of them for 35 bucks. Okay. Damn. Shipped? I don't know if shipped, but that's the price of them is four for 35. So we could slap each other around on stage with kendo sticks if we really wanted to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then it. we could maybe even let people from the audience come up and we could slap them with it too. I don't know if the venues would be into that. Well, yeah. We can kind I of don't know. Some, some of them you. host uh, like uh, pride fighting stuff, or at least they did back when I was in high school. So, I mean, you got rally. Everybody's got a fight license. That's, That's a good true. idea, though. At the end of the show, if people bring up like $5. We'll hit you with a stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the $5 yeah, is your exactly. waiver. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Five that, that proves you wanted it. You paid for a service. <laughs> that's the legal that's the legal mumbo jumbo me and brett get into right the five dollars will smack you with a stick and also uh when we get back out on tour i will start bringing a sawzall with us and oh you're gonna do it you're gonna prove that you can let it bounce on your skin and not get hurt that got a whole carnival show going that has been one of the most yeah, enduring yeah. things of this show from the past like six months is every now and then I will get a DM that says, Hey, don't touch your ass with a salsa. <laughs> it, it's like, we've been doing this for 10 years now. Right. And, yeah. uh, uh, people have worried about one of the things we've been able to do for the past I don't know, six or seven of those years is there's always a significant portion of the audience that worries about us. Yes. <laughs> that oh, we're going to no, do no, something no, no. stupid. No, 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 no. I, I think you guys are, you guys got made. I'm surprised you guys don't have an XM contract yet, but oh, they no, event, eventually they wouldn't have us. Yeah. They I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's channels that would have you. I mean, they used to have Air American. It did pretty good stuff, but I don't know. I'm I'm kind of surprised. But if they did, if Sirius got a whole, well, uh, here's the thing. Uh, I, I actually talked about yeah. this on a Shocktober. Uh, Sirius has never even yeah. gotten a hold of Chapo before. They've never even yeah. Well, I feel like yours is like it's more. Um, your stuff makes more sense, I guess. Like I could see you guys being on the same channel, but like. I mean, your Shocktober stuff, like converting from uh, Stern or something like that, or like Bubba and stuff like that, or like just you could have something on like Raw Dog Comedy, like a couple of times a week. And like, I could totally see that fitting. And Chapo is like a little harder to fit in. You have to like resurrect a whole left, like talk channel that I don't yeah. know exists on serious anymore. But we yeah. could whack each other around on the air too. Yeah. With yeah oh, yeah. Stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I would fall that's on the basic- tax for on the radio. You can record me landing on tax and yeah. Studio. If somebody paid, if somebody yeah. paid me and Brad each a hundred grand a year, we do all kinds of stuff like that. The tax, the sawzall. Oh. We would even put we would put aluminum foil in the fucking microwave. We're crazy. We're nuts. We're fucking. Oh nuts. man. Yeah, that that's another thing. Is like if that yeah that would be very fun. 
Uh, so what's going on tonight? Oh, I was just caught up because I got fired last week, and it was rather. Oh, what did you do? Um, it's being too cool. <laughs> um, I was well. I, I I do a variety of things. I'm kind of waiting. This will kind of unwind, but Rapid City is a weird place, first of all, because we have this giant Air Force base. But um, which is one of the yeah. reasons I moved back from Minneapolis. But um, I was working at a place that does stone countertops, and I was working in the shop, and I was doing all the maintenance, like cleaning, keeping all the sludge off the floor keeping the pumps running, keeping the dust. And they moved me out to inventory, which I have a ton of experience going back to college. I worked in the network telecommunications warehouse. And uh, then I worked at a place in Chicago that did like uh, scientific water faucets. And I worked in a tire warehouse. And like, I know how to do like cycle counts, and, like receiving and like uh, shipping and all that kind of stuff. And like, I get out there, it's about three weeks. And like, I already knew there was a mess. <laughs> So about two weeks ago, I took two days off because I said Wednesday I came in. I was planning to do it. I did a cycle count at our slab facility, and we're like, we're missing 140 slabs that each weigh a ton, which weigh somewhere between a thousand or which cost somewhere between a thousand and five thousand dollars each. Jesus. So our inventory is close to half a million dollars off. Like, (laughs) how do you lose something? that weighs a ton. Oh, I, let, me, let me continue. This has to deal with the Air Force thing. <laughs> it's pretty weird. So my boss's boss is this weird dude. But anyway, I go and do the other one. I get sorted out. Looks like we're somewhere between probably, it's hard to tell, because what the cost on the shipping, I haven't seen them all. But half a million dollars to $750,000 million, or $500,000 to $750,000 off on inventory. Just missing these pieces of stone that are shipped from around the world that are like 12 feet long by six feet tall, you know? Mm, and, yeah. <laughs> and so this is just gone. I go unload a truck on Friday. I get fired. But <laughs> my boss is this weird dude who uh, claims to have been in the air force. And he has all this kind of shit up on his wall. And here at the air force base, we we've hosted since the beginning of the program, the B one B bomber. If you know that it's the one before the B two, it's the one that actually fucking works which is scary as shit. Um, Wait, is the B2 the about to, it's, Yeah, it's the, the B2? B1 is the one that's got the tilt wings like the Tomcat and like fucking can fly like 12 feet off the ground. But <laughs> let me say the, this. The, the, the B2 B- is the, the flyest one, though. That's what... I Thank you, Brad. I was just... <laughs> well, it kind of works. The B1 works really well. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have to. It looks so hard. The B2 looks so hard. I I know. You know what it It looks looks like? It looks like fantasy shit. I'll tell you what it looks like. But anyway, we're supposed to get the B... We're supposed to get the B21 now, which is just been authorized, and we're supposed to get 100 of these. As much as I can consider this, my boss's boss is this weird dude whose whole dream is to somehow be involved in this Lockheed... Uh, who knows? It's a skunk work at this point. The last we've heard, it's a groom lake here. But we're supposed to get 100 of them. They're supposed to maybe fly with the bone. Our base is, the Air Force wants to invest like half a trillion dollars over the next four years here. And um, so there's all kinds of weird shit. Like <laughs> stone countertops for really rich people, you know, which cost like forty to $60,000 each, just fucking disappear. <laughs> and that's like, that's how the economy works here <laughs> with the uh, the DOD and uh, military contractors. <laughs> and yeah. if you uh, if you point that out, you get fired. <laughs> so 
here here's what I wanted to here's something I gotta say first. The B two Brad, yeah. it looks like a uh, Honda sports car. That's what it looks like to me, which is okay. a tight sports yeah. car, you know, like a Honda Civic type. That's R. Down by, you look that up. Yeah, those are based. Those are based down by St. Louis by Francis from from Hell of a Way to Die. I gotta fucking. Uh, we got the B one. They're here in Texas. I yeah, gotta I'm, go there and see if they'll sell me one. If they I mean, don't I just, work. The the propaganda was just so fucking intense, man. They're, they're, they so, put those on well, everything, but, and they showed but, them off so much when I was a kid. They were just like the most amazing, coolest got, thing. It was like a Lamborghini yeah, Countach. We got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we got Food Not Bombs here, and you, I know you do Food Not Bombs here, but or where you're at, too. And uh-huh. like We're an old missile base. All our missiles got knocked out in 96, basically. So we don't have ICBMs here anymore. But we did, uh-huh. and then we had nuclear weapons here until 96. Well, they weren't authorized. They stopped being authorized in 96, and I've heard they've been pulled out. The latest is 2012. But, like, the, the planes we have here aren't authorized to do nuclear weapons. But with this new plane, the B-21, they're trying to put in, they're trying to reauthorize nuclear weapons, which is a big no-no with the B-1 and putting nuclear weapons on it because it's um, it's it's a mess. You'd, you'd have to read on Wikipedia why exactly. Well, but, I'm going to tell yeah. you, I'm going to tell you right now, the B-21, I Googled that. It's just a rip off of the B-2 of the stealth bomber. That we were all well, if you're actually out here, if you're actually out here, they'll show it in the paper and it's on the news. And like, there are three or four, like it's um, about the last time I saw it, it's about a third of a B-2 or half the size of a B-2. And like, no. you can't tell they have three or four different designs. Like this is seriously like this is, it's still under development. So it looks I'm a like Cadillac some, guy. Like some but they're guaranteed a hundred year. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, fucking weird shit out here, man. I'm a Cadillac bro. So like, I like a big <laughs> bomber if I was going to fly one. I mean, here's the thing. The reason I didn't get my pilot's license is because I couldn't get the B 21. Uh-huh. Like that, because I was like, I'm going to fly reason. some fucking square ass Cessna right. or something like, you know some what I'm prop saying? prop engine plane. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to get in at some kind of a stupid jet or like airliner. Like, right. those things look ridiculous. Right. Just, it's like dude, driving a minivan. Yeah. You're driving around like a commercial airliner. Thank you. Yes. Even the, the fucking coolest <laughs> private jet. Yeah, still looks like shit compared G6. to G2. G6 sucks. Yeah, compared, <laughs> it's bullshit. So that's why I never got my my pilot's know. license. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm more of a Navy man myself. Oh, I don't. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't want like both. I don't like the military. Me neither. And you know, oh. the thing about the Navy. What though, about the Coast Guard? Even the Coast Guard. <laughs> No, <laughs> don't they catch people with drugs? They probably hurt people too. Seems like I think they very- catch people with uh, drugs. Most of the people I know have been in the military ain't too bad, so it's tough, especially out here. They try to track you into it. So sure, hell yeah, they do. I mean, they do yeah. that everywhere, though. <laughs> you know too much shit when you're already living like you know eight blocks from a nuclear silo. So sure. yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. when they would do those home shows? like on HGTV and they would have a decommissioned 
like nuclear silo and somebody would like well if you guys come out here in uh, about about 50 miles east of here is uh interior south dakota and they have the national museum for the minuteman program and then if you go down to cheyenne they've got the peacemaker program these are it's been declassified and the they've set up like whole really interesting uh museums like the one at the minuteman like it's pretty cool like they, they have an actual like uh command capsule you can go down in and the whole thing like from uh war games and shit but it's like the actual thing there and uh-huh. like you'll walk around and they, they have a seat you can sit in and then like you're walking around it's like oh 1970 uh israel had at least eighty thousand nu- or 80 had at least 80 nuclear warheads and and like this is something that our government doesn't admit right now but like the national museum run by the minuteman and like the smithsonian and stuff will admit that in the middle of nowhere in south dakota <laughs> so it's weird yeah. So how did how did you get fired though? I mean, how uh, did you get fired? well, I unloaded the semi, and uh, my boss came over and he told me it was a hostile work environment, so he had to let me go. How? I mean, what were you screaming at people? Uh, I was because my, yeah, I was because they were setting up stuff dangerous. I it was a total mess out there. I do scream at people when they try to fucking hurt you. Okay. okay. Well, hey. Yeah. Uh, did you get another job? Are you? Are you? Oh, are I'm you, looking. I'm thinking on... about going to grad school in Laramie. But all right, all right. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. 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 No, I got options. Have... Either that, or yeah, you dig it a Russia and get out of here. So. <laughs> Give it a shot. Well, Smart thanks move. for calling. Have yeah, a good peace. night. Yeah. No problem. Take it easy, guys. Yeah, but definitely, if you're booking out here, look at Ernie November's. They'll set you up. All they got right. Food. Can do. Ernie Novembers, Brett. Write that down. I, I just texted it to my wife. Ernie Novembers. I'm looking. Somebody said a Honda Del Sol is what <laughs> I should look up. Yeah, those are, those are, little, those are cute. Um, Did you call them cute? Remember? I, I was the Del Sol is car. super cute. K-Y-O-O-T. I was looking at I'm this thinking car. more S2000. I think I figured out like another classic car I want to get uh, someday. Oh, that is a nice little, the Del Sol is like, I want to get like a late nineties Beretta <laughs> and like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then get it. Cause this dude I grew up with, man, we got to put was, Chrome flares, dude. Yeah. This dude I grew up with was so cool, man. Well, he wasn't that cool. Cause he was kind of a jerk a lot of times. But like he drove a Beretta and it uh, goes hard. There's an, a there's a body kit on this one. It looks pretty hard. Yeah. You just get a nice the Indy pace car. I'm, okay. So there's a 1990 uh, Chevy Beretta Indy pace car that is sickening. It's got, it looks good. I'm down oh, with that. I know. I fucked with that. Then, back then, that was like a real tight thing they used to do sometimes is like <clears throat> if they were having trouble like selling. Uh, uh, maybe a model of car, they would just put official pace car of something <laughs> on the side of it, and people would be like, Oh, okay, well, I mean, it's a pace car, so yeah, they get one every year. I mean, it probably costs a ton of money, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they just mean, Yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking at a like a Miami Dow Beretta right now, yes, yeah, fucking Chevy turquoise, Beretta. so perfect, turquoise blue with fucking pink writing on it, and yeah, it's like, I, damn. I think the best thing to do for a national day of mourning on Thursday would be to get a B2 bomber and use it on like Mount Rushmore. 
I would like, I, like I wouldn't think the plane should be used on people, but they could be used as like construction tools for sure. And yeah. just getting rid of some of the buildings that like have like the halls of power, some of those like just have to be deleted. I went over, I was actually over on the East side. Uh, I had a weird moment uh, when I was going to bargain galore uh, because like it's all rubble over there. There used to be like that movie theater and there was an outlet store and there was a CD game exchange over there. Funko, there was like Funko land. Like there's a lot of shit over there that I remember that I spent all my time at and it's like completely flattened now. Um, but we could do the same with like other buildings. Cause I like I actually like the finish line outlet and the video game store, but like the Supreme court, I don't like, you know, no, or like the military, I mean, the, the military, court? like the Pentagon, that would be a good idea maybe to just delete it with its own stuff. Yeah. The B2. Yeah. Yeah. One last like, ride, one last ride, you know, that would be the one to go out with. That's the independence day style. Yeah. And you could do something really rad. And like, I mean, like I just look at the B2 bomber and I'm like, imagine what you could do with like, you could paint it. Mm-hmm. give it like a fucking real fly color or something like that it's honestly just a cool looking it it was i just remember you're right back in back when they that fucking thing came out like they were putting it on tv every day yeah like this is the goddamn and and then like i remember like people would make fun of it and they're like oh uh uh you know it's an ugly plank and I remember just thinking, like, that ain't an ugly plane, man. That's probably yeah. the most stylish-looking plane I've ever seen in my life. That's hot. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, people have pilot's license, and we could just take them as part of, like, the people's library so that pilots could rent them, you know, for just a little jaunt, a little, you know, for the weekend or for 21 days, however long vehicle rental is, you know. Could also... Could also just like Lamborghini it- Countach. Everybody gets a chance to rent a Lamborghini Countach. You just got to wait in line. Could also make it easier to get a pilot's license, which is something that I I I would you know put in there. The library would just teach everybody how to fly planes. Yeah, the library because would I mean do that. To me, it seems I don't know. Like I feel like a person could watch YouTube videos and figure out how to fly an airplane. I don't. I don't think it's no, impossible. it's a video game. It's a video game called Microsoft Flight Simulator. And with it, you can change the course of history. But you also need, but if you were doing that, you would you would have to. I guess like that's the way it could work, right? Is like, so let's make a insane price. We're talking about three thousand dollars. Okay. Mm, it's how and, much this game costs. Okay. Okay. And basically it comes with an actual real cockpit thing. Uh-huh. And then you play Microsoft Flight Simulator in that cockpit in your house. And once you can prove you beat the game, you got your pilot's license. Boom. Okay. Yeah. And that's in this pandemic age. You could right. still be having people getting their pilot's license without all the, you know, rigmarole and 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 uh shipping container issues that we're all hearing so much about this year we'll get more cars off the road you know get people you know flying across the country instead of driving and congesting you know other other traffic congesting the skies yeah let's congest the skies instead let's move the congestion skyward 
Let's yeah. get foolish people. Let's let's get fucking your average. Let's get an average American piloting airplanes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why flying cars. Like people, people were like predicting when I was young. Like, oh, they'll definitely have flying cars, and I'm like, there's never going to be flying cars yeah. because we can't let people fly around. If anything, and this is if they could figure out how to make things happen we might be able to get like a jetpack situation that's not like an actual jetpack like because you can't give people jet engines on their back but like something where you could like like it's almost like a segue where you can Uh like kind of fly around just barely up like a more i think a drone helmet like a helmet that has drones on the top of it, like Inspector Gadget style, and you would just fly around with a controller that way. You could. I mean... The big-ass umbrella th- hat? Fuck yeah. A, that, a very a classy make- bowler with uh, with that <laughs> pops open, and then a drone blade comes out and takes you away. I feel like I could make that now, though, if you gave me like a big amount of money. Um, yeah, they're already I, doing it. You could buy like a, a helmet or a hard hat of some sort and then you could tie drones to it like four or five six of them and then i guess you'll need four or five or six people to run the remote controls for the drones but then you know you're flying around with a helmet and four drones yeah i mean we we talk all we we always come back to the same place though which is that everybody should be be driving one of those like vehicles that's a big fan with a parachute <laughs> like that that should be the flying it should just be that low level parachute car like that's yeah. what that's what really most people need to like get to work and shit um i mean it would make my the commute so much easier if i if i could just get in one of those what are the, what are those things called a fan car fan what is it gyrocopter gyrocopter no I- way gyrocopter i believe is what they're called okay i might be wrong gyrocopter is sickening this looks like just looks like some elon musk stuff it's not it doesn't look like it doesn't look like anything like an gyrocopter looks cool as fuck it's very sleek i'm talking about (laughs) open air hillbilly just a big fan with a parachute what is that fucking thing called you can get them at like sam's club sometimes what yeah what is that called you know what it is dog you've seen it it's just like a cage, like a dune buggy or like a go-kart cage with a gigantic fan on the back. And then there's a parachute above you. It's that uh, paragliding. The Is that okay? It's paragliding. And they don't, I don't think they sell them at Walmart. Though. Gonna, <laughs> Sam's Club has them. You can get one for five grand. Okay. That's cheap. That's less than my car. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can get anywhere really fast in it, though, dude. That's where your issue comes in. What's that? I think it takes a long time to get anywhere with a paraglider. Yeah, but but one of them's like funner. I'm looking here, and uh, you could use Klarna to get one, and then you'd be all set. Okay, now now we're talking. Yep. Yeah. Sixty sixty dollars a month. Not a problem. Firm. You got yeah. you got to get a firm, and then boom, you're all set. <laughs> oh wait, I'm getting close. I'm getting really close to the to name a, of it. 
I found it. I found a picture of it. Okay. But I okay. want to know what Click they the refer, refer to it as. Right. Click pa the powered parachutes is all it says. Powered parachute. Right click the picture and click save as and send it to everybody and say, this is what I want for Christmas. Yeah, please get me a powered parachute. I'm going to be <laughs> going to be moving a gigantic vehicle down my steps, fighting with it down my apartment steps. Yeah. And just go fly above <laughs> the Columbus skyline. The fan is so big, dude. It's rocks. It's, it's so loud. Like, and you like, are, it's all bugs in your face too. There's like no protection from anything. So you're just fucking eating <laughs> the sky and all the shit that's in there. Aerolite or paramotor, paramotor is the other name for it. A paramotor? So, yeah. 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 I'm looking it at looks easy. Fly. Yeah, they go. They're sick. Like in the, the problem with the like country, country people have them. I always see like somebody trades them at like, uh, you know, salvage days in Johnstown, Ohio. Like someone will get one by trading in like a, an old gun or something. And then there'll just be some hillbilly flying through the air on Saturday afternoons. There was a guy <laughs> in my neighborhood that had one. There was definitely there was a guy in the neighborhood that had one. Uh, and you'd sometimes see him just fucking flying in the sky looking so free. You didn't even live in a place <laughs> no, where they city flying those. No. Yeah, you you have never lived at a place where I would think people could fly them. No, no, because <laughs> I, I know where you grew up. Well, he maybe yeah. he came from the country. Maybe he just flew that far over. I mean, it's not too far away. Because like you True. you get rural real quick. I was even thinking about that being at Bargain Galore on the east side. It was like I'm on the deep east side where it's like almost just corn shit going on country shit oh yeah i mean that's like where i grew up out there is like i'm pretty close to, i mean it's such a weird place to grow up out out where i was because like half of the school district was rural mm. and the other half was like in the suburbs area where there were a lot more people so it was like farm boys and then lower middle class suburbs Right. <laughs> and working class. So All right. uh very fun. Let's get these calls to live in. We let's, got some calls. Let's get this bread. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hey guys, it's Labor Lift. Labor Lifts, brother. We haven't heard from you in a while. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I think it's been something like six months. Yeah, it has. Well, what's going on? Well, uh, it's been about two jobs since then. I thought I'd call in and talk to you guys about some uh, shitty chain gyms. Oh, 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 nice. Can you name names or you got to keep that on the low? Oh, yeah. I'm naming names, man. I gave them a no-notice resignation. They're not hiring me back one way or another. All nice. right. Let's hear it, Labor Lifts. Let's, <laughs> let's hear one. I'm, I'm excited to find this out. So for anybody listening who doesn't uh, know me or didn't hear me call in before, I, I work as a personal trainer. I uh, recently started working at a new gym because I gave my uh, yeah no-notice resignation and quit uh, LA Fitness because they nice. fucking okay. suck. Quick thing, quick thing. Uh, I feel personally that there's no such thing. I mean... A no-notice resignation is how all resignation should go. But I get why you're making the 
thing. I always assume that anybody that listens to Street Fight is doing a no-notice resignation. <laughs> I mean, you're probably right. I, I'd agree we should probably just be able to get up and go. But this was like, I got home at the end of the day uh, one night and just thought, there is no way I'm ever getting up and going back into that gym. And I just sent them an email saying uh, pretty much exactly that. Just because yeah. they, what they were, what did they make you do? Well, I started in the personal training side there. Uh-huh. And first of all, they LA Fitness is charging about double what your average gym does for the exact okay. same thing. So if you're wanting um, like one half hour training session a week, right? They start you at $220 a month for Dang. two hours of training uh, okay. in the full month there. Which is, yeah, it's about double the going rate, but, oh, go ahead. Okay. All right. I might need a package deal on that. Maybe me and two of my friends, me and Brett can come together. We'll share. (laughs) Yeah, we'll share a trade. Well, we ended up doing shit like that to try and actually sell this stuff to people because it's so overpriced. But at the same time, for that 30-minute session, uh, which is probably costing the the person who's training uh, the customer like fifty bucks, maybe forty five. The trainer's getting about eight. Eight dollars an hour, like eight dollars or eight eight dollars for a thirty minute session that the client is paying like forty five or fifty dollars for. Uh, yeah, God, you know, uh, it's funny. Well, it's it's not necessarily funny, but it, it is like a thing. Uh, uh, you know, earlier, late last week, the WWE, the wrestling company, released more people. They've just been, they've fired 80 people since the pandemic has started. Plus, that's just 80 people on TV. They also, like, laid off a lot of the people that work in their office, too. And uh, somebody was asking a former guy, uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, they were asking them about, you know, asking him what his thoughts were. And he, he brought this thing up where he said, like, you know, if I want to quit, they have a 90 a, a day non-compete and they don't even have to let me out. But any time in my contract, they can just fire me and I don't have a job anymore. And I have this non-compete clause that I have to, they exercise for 90 days. And like, that's, that's like the way I always thought about giving notice when you quit your job. Like, I understand the sentiment behind it and stuff. And I understand like, I understand, like, I've always felt like if, if you want to do the notice as like a, a gentleman, like as a, as like, you know, a gentlemanly thing or some kind of thing like that, then yeah, go ahead, do the notice, but that it shouldn't be a requirement to like, make you look good when you get another job that you give notice because they don't have to give you notice if they lay you off or fire you, they just fucking do it and you're done and you don't have a job anymore. 
it's a little rant there. Yeah, and I, I've always given at least like a, a one week before, just if even just so, you know, my my fellow workers have a little notice. They're not trying to scramble to cover for me. But in 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 this case, I was doing the training. I was making shit money, and you're on a shitty schedule, right? You're only being paid for the sessions and that's whenever people want to book them. So to try and make enough to live, you're usually working before people go to work or school and after they go to work and school, you have these long days with a split schedule. But, um, the guys on the sales side is LA fitness is one of the only places where training and training sales are, are separate. You're not doing both jobs. Uh, the folks on the sales side, uh, they, liked me and they came and they said, Hey, if you want to make enough money to survive, come on over to sales. We'll get you all set up. And the pay structure for sales is even more insane. And, um, if I hadn't done labor organizing for so long, I I don't think I would understand how it could possibly be legal. But what they do is you have a base rate of pay of about $4 an hour before your commissions. And then if in a pay period that doesn't total up to a minimum wage, they, they graciously round it up to that because they legally have to. So you're sitting here trying to sell people on the same training every other place has for double the price. And the first couple of sales you make don't even count toward anything because their base pay is so low. So, I mean, it's funny that you it's funny that you bring this up because like the thing about the big chain gyms is and, you know, this is just from my experience as when I was a cable guy. It's like when when you hear stories about the most hated businesses, cable guy is usually up there near the top and chain gym is another thing that's like up there near the top. People fucking hate them. Scumbag shit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, like planet fitness and LA fitness and those places like that. It's like every, I've never signed a contract at one. Cause I'm fucking terrified of what they're going to do with my credit card number. Yeah. And I mean, the generally the thing they're going to do, is just call you all the time and try and sell you on more shit. I mean, at least the place I'm at now, all the contracts are month to month, so you can cancel whenever. But, you know, a lot of them will try and lock you into that. And the pandemic made it so much worse because LA and Planet Fitness and the gyms like that took that time when all the gyms were shut down when they had to be to go ahead and buy up every single one of those little gyms that they could. So like versus two years ago now, there are a lot fewer little small gyms and a lot more of these shitty ass, you know, Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, their skeezy business practices and all that stuff. They they really swept the floor with all the tiny gyms when things closed down and other uh, places didn't have the money to keep it flow. It's also wild when you say, when you talk about, like when you start, when you were describing the breakdown of where the money goes for like the trainers and stuff like that, it's like this fucking company is ripping people off and they 
still won't give me any money. They're like ripping the people that come in and work out there off, and they're ripping the employees well, off. And they like, don't pay you enough to keep your mouth shut. It's not yeah. like, hey, hey, we're fucking ripping them off, but like you get some money, okay? We got a little bit extra. We'd rip them off. Like we're in this together. No, they're just like, fuck you. We're ripping you off too. You can max make $16 yeah, it, exactly. an hour. You can, the maximum you can make is $16 an hour in that situation. And are you as a trainer fighting with all of the other trainers for the, the, the customers? Or is that like a formalized thing where like, there's like a list of, I don't know, like some kind of a rotation or something. Yeah. So that's one of the, the only advantages there is training sales is separate from the, the trainers. Most gyms, if you're a trainer, it's your responsibility to go talk to people, make the calls, bring in your own customers. And you are, you're fighting with all the other trainers for a, a limited supply of clients. Uh, I'm sure LA, are- it's a different department that's trying to sell it. And then they divvy them out to the trainers. But there's absolutely room for favoritism there. You know, if a salesperson doesn't like a trainer, then yeah, they're probably not going to pass on any clients there. There's there's just as much drama. I'm also sure it really helps when, you know, other trainers are approaching people. The whole like like everybody in the gym has been approached by a trainer. And then you just walk up and they're like, no, nope, nope. Or like do my thing where you you leave your headphones in and you just keep moving and like you're just like it's the headphones, you know, but don't point at the headphones, just don't acknowledge that you heard a person. Like that's that's the move I do. But like I'm sure that's the fucking thing too. Because like they were uh the ATT or no Spectrum, the cable company out here was had people in the grocery store standing at a table stopping people as they went to the pharmacy which i thought is a hell of a place to put because of the vaccinations and people needing medicine and stuff like that they had spectrum standing right near the pharmacy and like they were stopping you had to walk that way to get to the cash registers and they were just stopping everybody that went by and Every time I saw it happen, the person that they stopped looked miserable and was just trying to get away. And like, I assume that's probably what it's like a lot of time at the gym when you're a trainer trying to get a client. Yeah, that's the thing I'm doing now. I'm working at a a little, a smaller, but still a, a chain of gyms. And yeah, I, I'll go in at the beginning of the week. I'll print out a list of all the people who signed up and buy like, midday on monday that list has been picked over by all the trainers there it's it's rough that is yeah yeah that that is that's tough that is tough and and you're not like i'm sure also for you you're not like a sales guy you're a trainer like no, fuck no. you don't yeah <laughs> yeah you, you like didn't i don't know did, did you like practice I mean, how have you prepared yourself to sort of sell training? Like, is it just like maybe you can get a job at a gym and they'll assign you people? Is that like the hope or is it like just going to be a hustle? 
Yeah, I mean, that's what they were doing at LA Fitness, but you have to deal with all that shit, you know, in, in return. So it, it really is just a hustle thing. And I'm, I'm not a hustler. I'm not competitive oh, yeah. at that. I'm trying to make, <laughs> so far, I'm just trying to make my niche as uh, the one guy the folks at the gym know are, is not going to bullshit them. And uh, I get the advantage of being a night owl when a lot of fitness people get up at the ass crack of dawn. So I can be the late night guy a little bit. Uh, that's smart though that's smart see i would have never thought of that but if you're a night person and you can just hang around you're like i'll fucking work at one in the morning i don't give a shit then that that gives you a sort of power in a way <laughs> i guess exactly it's all the guys who are the last ones to leave the gym they all know me they all know who to come to and uh that's that's the advantage i'm trying to work right now it's it's still rough man yeah yeah, yeah it's it's tough, but you're doing okay. Like everything's going okay. Yeah, I'm and pinching stuff. pennies a little bit, but business is picking up. Once the new year comes around, that's when everybody signs up for the gym and business will be good. Nice. Yep. That's when it's I'm like planning. tattoo artists at tax season. Yeah. I mean, that's when I'm planning to sign up for the gym is January. Maybe December. Yeah. I heard you on uh, radio free tote bag talking about uh, lifting through the winter, right? Yeah, I mean, lifting and probably doing some kind of cardio through the winter, just trying not to feel uh, gross. <laughs> lifting <laughs> like, is the best way to do it. I mean, it just it tightens you up and makes you feel way different than cardio shit does. Yeah. It, 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 like it, it unlocks something primal inside of you. It's the best feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I went did it recently. I, one, I went, it's definitely a different feeling. I went to uh, Planet Fitness recently, and uh, it was weird because, like, you're not allowed to touch anything, and they're still kind of a little weird about the people were still weird about protocols and stuff. But um, overall, still a very odd place to work out. Just, just it's a weird place. I don't know how to explain it. Sorry. Yeah, is it is it the purple place? Yes, that's yeah. That is kind of that is something odd about it as well. Is it disorienting? It feels like you're inside of like a cartoon. Yeah, you shouldn't. Don't don't make your thing that you're purple. <laughs> I love purple. It's my favorite color. <laughs> is it? It is. Absolutely. I mean, but making it like your brand to, and like not even like I think it's fine to make it even your brand. I'm saying that like a place that you walk into. Yeah, it's hard to do. On not the walls. be all. Yeah, you don't. You don't want the whole place to be purple when you walk in. That's too freaky. I mean, as well, far labor as gyms go, pe people who lift a lot are going to make fun of Planet Fitness. But if you are broke and you just got 10 bucks, there's, I I'm not going to fault anybody for that, right? It's got oh, no, that's the not same as every other place. No, yeah, I did fine. But it is the funny just to see there's a lot of people just making their own shit up sometimes. That's oh, yeah, trainer. absolutely. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's that's what's funny is like so many people like probably don't they think the trainer thing is like for rich people and that it's for they think having a trainer is like you know unnecessary and is like some big luxury but it's like well you need somebody to like teach you how to do this stuff yeah it's not inherent this is not like a natural <laughs> phenomenon 
But I mean, when I was growing up, if you wanted to lift weights, you just basically, I mean, all the guys I knew that lifted weights just like lifted weights. They didn't like have like a diet or anything like that. Or they just had a weight bench out in front of their house and they would just, you know, be like, I'll just lift this a hundred pounds 50 times. Everybody that does self-taught curls, they like swing them with their fucking arm because they want to do really big ones. So they don't do any workout. They just yep. like throw throw their back out. Yeah, yeah and then they yeah, get they bicep do. tendonitis in a few months <laughs> and come crying to me. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that I have to have a trainer when I go to a gym because I, I know that there's like almost no possibility that I would get it right. Because I'm already like super clumsy. I'm floppy as a way that I could be described. <laughs> like my this girl in high school used to call me floppy. And that's how I've always like sort of saw myself is like, if you like hit me, my whole body will just flop. sort of flop and I'll fall down or something. Yeah, I've seen you buckle a few times. Yeah, I mean, we had this thing. Gwen has like been up my ass about this thing, but like uh, when she's driving and we hit a bump, I just let my whole body go. I just don't tense any muscles, and I like, you know, I'll, uh, uh, and she's like, "Why do you do that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't have anything else to do when I'm not driving. I hate when I'm not driving. Right? So I'm, I'm flopping around, my man's. You would think that would mean I'm flexible, but." My wife was trying to get me to stretch yesterday, uh-huh. and I, I, I had told her, like, okay, I, you know what? Earlier today, I was stretching, and she was like, oh, she's always trying to get me to stretch. That's her main dream for me is that one day I decide to stretch, Yeah, and I go, um, Kama Sutra, man, that's the way to go. I, I don't think that's what she's getting at, but <laughs> I mean, if it was, I would learn that. I would learn the Kama Sutra for my wife in a second okay yeah i believe you um but anyway like so i i was putting i was like interlacing my fingers behind my back and doing that thing where you lift your arms up behind your back you know what i'm saying right it's the oldest style yeah. stretch right yeah classic. it's it, yeah, it's like what the guys in the unitards that lifted the weights with the big balls on the end instead of uh, uh, barbells. It's like that's what those guys did to stretch. Yeah, you say and like hop up before you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every <laughs> fitness thing I fucking know is hop up type business. <laughs> yeah, just smack your hand, and say hop up, and then do the next thing. To eat and a hard boiled egg and a pickle in between <laughs> each exercise. <laughs> but i was she was like put your hands above your head and and do something and i just was like oh i don't this hurts so i gave up and but i've been real stiff lately i'm gonna try not to be stiff you know yeah. well hey, it's it be amazing if i you mean could the, do the splits the dude like version of the if you could do the fucking splits, so the quick version of the tip here is if, uh, if you're not warmed up yet, just do some flopping around, wave your arms and legs around as close enough to a dynamic stretch and do those after you work out. It's going to hurt some, when you're not warmed because your body's all tight. Something I've been wanting to do, I, you know, Brad, I've moved past the splits, okay? Even though I never learned it, but I've moved past it. Now I want to do the crab walk. 
You know what I'm okay. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't mind doing a kip up. Those are my fitness goals. That's Crab a classic. walking kip up. I'm going to do a kip up. Uh, and then if I start doing that, people be going fucking nuts, man. Everybody's talking about the unitard again. The, the, uh, uh, you can, the singlet again. Yeah. If there's enough demand for me to start wrestling singlet only fans, I'll do it. Yeah. But I'm private not club, just giving it away free. Coming to your local BDSM dungeon. Brian's going to put on the singlet. He's going to do the crab walk. He's going to uh, do the splits. And then if you pay him money, he's going to hit you with a stick. A, a fucking kendo stick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One of, yeah. One of deadliest, most painful weapons. I know. I can't wait to get on stage and have you slap me with a kendo stick. It's going to be the best day of my yeah, life. It's exhilarating. I know. It's so fun getting slapped around with a stick or something. It's like when you break, like when somebody fucking really slaps you with something and it breaks, you're like, God damn, man, that was pretty powerful of me. Yeah. Like that's how I feel when, when, like when you broke the easel over my back, when it was over, I was like, that kind of hurt, but I feel like very strong right now. So mm -hmm. that's a good feeling. Or when we performed in the wrestling ring. Right. And they said, do not do moves on each other, which <laughs> that seemed unfair, but I get it's an insurance thing. That's, <laughs> but they, they immediately, the first thing they said is don't do moves on each other. <laughs> so we ran the ropes and uh, I fucking was running the ropes and my back hit the bottom, the middle rope. And it hurt like death, right? Mm -hmm. I finished the Ooh, show. Man, yeah, that hurt. Yeah. Oh, God. It fucked me up. But I finished the show and then it was over. I was like, it was worth it to run the ropes, you know? Uh, I'll just go to the doctor and tell him I pulled my back uh, in a wrestling ring running the ropes. So yeah. <laughs> I had my partner Irish whip me into the ropes. We could have done an Irish whip. I know. Bro. We could have got away with that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah, it was hard lifts, as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> labor lifts. Thank you for calling. It's good to hear from you and good luck getting, getting work in this economy. Yep. Well, I appreciate yeah, I, it. And I'm going to try and get back to calling every so often and uh, let you guys know how it goes. But uh, yeah, Brian, if you it's want great to hear from you. as far as the, as far as the lifting, just uh Go ahead and hit me up on Twitter, and if it's too weird working with uh, with a listener, I can point you in uh, the direction of some other folks. Same goes oh, for I'm any not other weird listeners. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love the listeners. It's not weird working with the listener. I, I just I have a guy that I'm going to go to. I, I already have it all planned out, or I think it might be a woman, but like uh, my okay, friend. So you, how planned out is it? Is it that planned out if you don't know? I, I guess not. I guess not. I, well, I mean, it's planned out as in I have a friend that goes to a gym and was like, hey, you know, they'll give us a deal and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, that sounds tight. Um, maybe I'll go. And he's looking good as hell right now. Last time I seen him, I was like, damn, you are not doing too bad for yourself, sir. So now I'm hoping to look like him, you know? Yeah. Just fucking down to like. A well, hell yeah. Get those games. Get a hard body. You know what I'm saying? Like, become a hard body. Do they still call guys that? Like a stud or like a beefcake? Yeah. After years of effort and only if your body type is, is, is it can do it. But yes. Well, 
Well, I'm I'm going to tell the trainer that my goal is to do it in six months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody um, in January says that. That's what everybody in January says. I need to transform my whole life. I like to redo the last 20 years of not exercising in six months, if you don't mind. $45 a session? Sure. That sounds good. Candy, you know, less candy. You know, hey, can I undo all the candy I've been eating? I need you to follow me around with binoculars. If you see me eating candy, run in the house and slap it out of my mouth. Thank you. Or you could just be outside with a gun. And when I pick up a snack cake, you can shoot it out of my hand. Right. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I'm looking to it's start good to advertising hear. that service pretty soon, but the, yeah, you guys, have I mean, you're going to have right? to, yeah, you have a great night. You're going to have to learn how to shoot, but it might be worth. It's always worth it. God damn. Yeah. Having somebody shoot it out of your hands would be fucking. Right, I get it. I get it. I'm done. Right, fine. I'm done. Yeah. I get it. I had mine already. I'm done. You blew up my uh you blew up my fucking uh uh snack cake right out of my hands. Poof. You know, my peanut butter scrimp it. My <laughs> yeah. butterscotch scrimp it. I'm sorry. I got that uh, wrong. Somebody silly talk. Somebody uh gave me all the almond joys that were left over from Halloween. I was like, God damn, you ungrateful bastards. Give it, I like, like mounds. And Almond Joys. They're both good. But yeah. Almond Joy has nuts. Yeah, that's why I like the mounds better. Because it doesn't? Yeah. You're, you're worried about the California water system and, and the production of almonds? Ye no. Okay. Uh, somebody <laughs> in the chat asked, is Brian still on the mellows? No, I'm off the caramellos. Do you want to feel mellow? My new thing is... Hostess brand, okay. Cinnamon mini bunt cakes. Hostess brand cinnamon mini. Wow, is it a two pack? No, it's a ten pack. Little ten, ten little mini buns. Yeah, they're mini bunt cakes. Like golf ball size? How big? Uh, yeah, yes. Just loose in a golf bag. Ball, maybe a no. They fucking wrap them individually. Wrapped. Uh, oh, it's like a little Debbie thing. Yeah, kind of. I also got some uh, butter cookie flavored mini muffins today. Just curious about that because I always liked butter cookies growing up. I know everybody thinks I like plain stuff, uh, but butter cookies, I used to love them and I love mini muffins. So I was like, I'm going to get some of those. And then I also got some uh, those peanut butter candy cake, tasty cake gimmicks. Yeah, I got some of those too. I'm just having them around the just having them around so that I have access to them. Like so. on your day bed or like your lounge chair, just <laughs> just grab from a bowl of them. It's just, oh, you know the other thing I'm really into now though, and this one is kind of bad. Uh, uh, like Gwen hates them, and everybody else hates it, and like uh, uh, but Chewy Chips Ahoy, Reese's Cup, Chewy Chips Ahoy. Wow. Very into those right now. That's a, yeah, that's like a Doritos Locos Taco, Taco Bell thing. Well, like yeah. That's, that's, Gwen, a, that's like a crazy comp. I mean, the, the Chewy cookies are like so amazing because they're yeah. just almost cookie dough, but not really. Yeah. But they it's just live in, they live in like a, that hybrid state of like liquid and solid. That's a good point, man. Like, I remember I was alive when Softbatch, Keebler Softbatch Oof, came yeah. out. And it was just, it revolutionized. It changed the game. And it might have uh. actually, like, 
what it might have actually done is like altered my future in a way because I remember trying those the first time and just saying like, I don't ever need a crunchy cookie again. Yeah. Like, don't just- keep those cookies in there too long now. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to be soft all the time now. Nope. I don't ever do not hand me something crunchy. And then like now it's gotten to a point where like, I don't like nothing crunchy. Nothing. Wow. I don't eat any crunchy foods. Well, wow. I bought Funyuns today. And Good choice. I might eat some of those, but. Yeah, that's a little different category. Crunchy dessert is a different different thing. Like those yeah, Tate's cookies true. are like, those are hardcore crunchy. Like Captain Crunch level crunch. Yeah. And Funyuns uh, are like the, 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 Funyuns are like the caviar of chips because they're never on sale and they're always five dollars you can't get them for less than five dollars when when i worked at the call center they had soft batch cookies in the vending machine and it would legit be like a commercial where i would like take a bite and just like kind of faint against the vending machine and like clasp my chest and just (laughs) feel like it's a moment of ecstasy and joy in the middle of this pure fucking hell of working on the phones you know for ten dollars an hour getting called all the worst names in the world and treated like shit yeah man when i was on in the call center and this bums me out i even remembered the brand name and everything and i google it every once in a while to see if i get my hands on some but uh mrs freshly's used to make um they used to make german chocolate cakes Ooh, really in the machine what a little snack cake german chocolate style wow i've had that for my birthday cake several times i i do every year so i i'm googling the fuck out of mrs freshly's german chocolate it's like it never existed it's like really find it anywhere but fucking i ate one every day for like a solid period of my life when i worked at the call center so yeah, I mean, fun, the snack you know? gigs is the only way you can do that stuff. <laughs> it just is some sort of reward pellet. Because <laughs> yeah. everything feels sweet for a moment. It just feels nice. All right, we got some We got some calls. Let's see, how much time do we got left? All right, we got to wrap it up. If you're on the line, we'll get to you. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hey, y'all. It's Goblin. Call him back after a while. Howdy, oh, Goblin. Goblins. How's your legs feeling? My legs are feeling all right. Um, I'm I'm honestly kind of surprised that I'm not in more pain considering what I just did to my body over the past six months, but. Yeah, you're going to hit a groove eventually. Yeah. Are you like bored or like what, what's going on now? Cause, cause Goblin walked the Appalachian trail and uh or appalachian however you say it i i'm not gonna try to get on anybody's shit or anything tomato tomato yeah but i'm asking like how do you cool out now like are you relaxing or or like do you feel like you need to be moving all the time well there was a relaxation period but i'm kind of getting back into the feeling a need to be moving period yeah yeah i know the feeling i'm like that every day so so what what else is going on buddy how's everything how's everything going well just just kind of 
been, I guess, dwelling in just kind of hanging out in the same place, kind of waiting for the next thing. I might be starting another walk uh, early next year. I'll, I'll get back to that. So you just um, like start planning for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I might, might talk about that later, but first I want to talk about what I've been up to this past weekend. Okay. Go for it. All right. So I'm at a point where I don't particularly want to actually get a job because for a few reasons, not the least of which is I think just constant misgendering would be exhausting and there's not really a minimum wage place around here that I can expect a little better from. Uh huh. So I'm still kind of like figuring some stuff out in that way, but I did uh, took a bit of an odd job this weekend. So the theater company my family is involved with um, does a little collaboration with uh, the zoo, uh, Riverbank Zoo in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. So, um, so around this time of year, they zoo kind of does does like a holiday lights type thing. So you're you're like generic Christmas stuff. They put up the lights, they play the music. And so the theater folks that my family's involved with will like go up and dress up as your different Christmas characters. So like your elf, your gingerbread man. Nice. And just wander around the park and have people take pictures with them. Okay. Okay. You digging that? Um, it's it's pretty interesting. I've only done it a couple times. I did it twice this weekend and might do it a couple times more in the next couple weeks. It's not much. It's twenty dollars for the night and basically how it goes is every hour we just go out for like a thirty minute shift and then once we're done just go to the break room and fuck off for a bit, then do it again the next hour. You know, I mean as a 20, fellow huh? as a fellow uh former costumed performer. Uh, I got to tell you, it wasn't the worst job I ever had. I, for those that don't know, I was Chuck E. Cheese for a period of time. And uh, it's, it's literally like, I don't know. It's better than like doing something like more. I don't know. People think it sounds like an intense job or whatever. And it is weird when people like try to hand you their kids and have you hold yeah. them to take a picture? That's like an odd uh, uh, thing that people do. But like most of the time, it's kind of fun to do. Uh, nobody knows who you are, so you can really just mess around and just have a mm -hmm. good time. Yeah, it's fun. It's like yeah, performing. I was, yeah, I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed it. It's like I'm glad, glad it was that we had opportunities for breaks and all, but... Yeah, yeah, and hanging out with the kids is, is like, I don't know. There is something, even if you're a person that's like, I don't know, I, I don't feel comfortable around kids. There is something about making them happy that I think anybody can be like, oh, you know, hey. And like some of them probably believe you're really the real person. Like if you're playing an <laughs> elf or whatever. It's like, look, it's an elf. And you're like, ah, stupid head. 
you know, but yeah, yeah. As long as you don't get beat up by the kids, it's a good job, you know. They can pay more. Well, I didn't get didn't get beat up by kids yet. If I work some busier nights, that might be a thing. But there have I have had some interesting encounters so far. Yeah, like with mean kids or just uh so oh I should say um I'm the Grinch. That's who I'm going as. Oh so it's a a full costume. Yes, indeed. Uh so it's full costume with a big head and in in that costume, like it really is like the I think you should leave prank show sketch. Like if you, you can't see anything, everything feel too big on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So Same with Chuck. actually had someone. Yeah. So we actually had someone who, since it was that night, someone who was not in costume, well, was in costume, but didn't have a head on would sort of be my eyes. Like, just be my periphery vision. I would just follow okay. that. Yeah. So, so, the Grinch is probably the most popular of all the costumes. Like, both, all the kids really dig the Grinch compared to just gingerbread cookie. Yeah. Yeah, the I mean, world. Yeah. It's a different yeah, world now. He's a more expensive IP, you know? Like, people don't know how is, not to, how to deal with, like, things that aren't, like, some sort of a, a famous IP and for other people that's intellectual property. That's like a law term. That's a show business law term that I use. And plus like he, he has character like unlike every other, like Santa doesn't have an arc like the Grinch does. Elves don't have arcs like the Grinch does. He has a, he has a moment. He does. He does actually right. do people talk to you. Like do the kids talk to you like they're in the movie? Uh, yeah, so, like, different, fo- different kids will have different conceptions, like, oh, you're still evil, or, oh, I've seen the movie, so I know that your character arc is complete, and I, like, I don't speak, I just play along with anything, but this, the thing that has been getting me, actually, is the adults. Yeah. Yeah, they will get you. So, two categories of adult. One is just the obnoxious parents who insists that their terrible child have exclusive access to you um, mm-hmm. and who say some that. dumb things like, well, you know, well, you know, Dr. Seuss is a little politically incorrect. So I'm glad that you're <laughs> still around. <laughs> Are those the conservatives glad- doing that? Yeah. Glad to see a canceled character fighting through it. That's true. That's good though. I mean, I mean this- you're making, you're making the world's yeah. worst people happy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the other category, and this is where I have a more specific anecdote anecdotes are sort of like the light versions of Disney adults. If you are familiar with that concept. Yeah. 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 Yes. So just <clears throat> children in adult bodies who think that it's about them. That is that is exactly what how the adults act. I mean, I know that like again when I was doing Chucky, the adults were the main problem. Yeah, and 
it also kind of lends itself. It's kind of um, it's kind of one of those career or jobs where people speculate on it. They don't have the guts to do it, you know. But they're like, well, mm. if I was in the suit, like I would be doing the whole thing. I would know the songs. I would know the catchphrases. Like I'd be grabbing people's kids and making magical moments. And it's like, why aren't you doing that? Don't you know what you're supposed to be doing? And it's like, I don't get paid anything to do this. I'm just, yeah, you're totally right. Bro. I'm just, if robot, they would put a fucking robot skeleton inside of this. If it was believable enough, instead, they just pay the minimum wage of the fucking County to get a human inside of it, to animate this fucking stuffed animal. It's like my, my, it's like when my father-in-law tells me how to do comedy. Yeah, like, you know what you ought to do. It's the same thing. <laughs> They're just like, oh, I'd, I'd be going nuts as the Grinch, and it's like, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, you're. You... It's it's a hot ass fucking costume. You think you're going to be tiptoeing around and like getting all the mannerisms down and like really living as the Grinch, you know, like in your free time <laughs> well, and shit, so that you can get it together. Well, for the record, I am because I'm actually a decent actor. I don't know about some of these other songs. Oh, I'd rather be the Grinch than me, 100. Like, if I had to be the Grinch, I would just take it on as my new persona. I'd, yeah, go, just, I'd go off in the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Full Grinch. I'm full Grinch, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, one woman, uh, this was last night. It's, I think she was with, like, some group of, like, her sorority sisters or something like it was a group of 30 something women so she was like i need a picture with the grinch and Uh clearly drunk right and now i couldn't see what was going on next to me because no periphery vision in the costume but i am pretty sure that's like she was trying that's like she was trying to make out with the head Oh, oh no. Oh, no. She's a bad girl. Uh, got, she likes she's a, a bad weird. girl that likes Grinches. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> but I mean, because it's a thing for kids. Yeah. I mean, when adults pull that kind of shit, when they're like, you know, oh, hey, Grinch, like, why don't you French line, with me or something? There's a line of uh, five year old children who it would make their day to come up to the Grinch. So get out of the way, ho. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Finger yeah, me. There's just you know? no people. That's not, I mean, yeah, there's somebody inside of there. Think your little dirty thought, your little ribald idea. Uh, but yeah, don't start fucking doing sex stuff with a, a stranger right. just because they're in a fucking mascot uniform. Rent, rent a Grinch suit and right. put it on your husband or something. Exactly. I don't fucking know your partner. And then you can fucking have the Grinch finger you. You can do anything you fucking want to do with the Grinch. Do dirty, dirty Grinch in my area. <laughs> do a search for that and you will, you will get what you're looking for. I'm sure a Grinch costume probably going to run you to rent a Grinch costume. I mean, this time of year is probably going to be a little more expensive. Just do it in the summertime. When nobody's life, looking for a Grinch costume. At life.com, just say I'm looking for a dirty Grinch. Someone will do it. No problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unacceptable. Yeah, that's so- weird, too. I, I can't, uh, I don't want to. Yeah, you're in a context where you're like, you don't care enough. And then you're also, I don't, yeah, it's a weird position to be in. You're looking and at $89.99 for a Br- Grinch costume. And, and that's cheaper and, than a birthday party. I know you could have just bought that and you could have bought that and put a male stripper in it. 
and just let the male stripper go fucking absolutely bonkers in the house the whole time. But instead, you're harassing the person making $20 to do it. Yeah, well, it it didn't bother me that much. Luckily, I had my handler, for lack of a better word, of just who knows how to break up these sort of situations. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, uh, I hope you're enjoying it. You know, I look fondly upon my Chuck E. Cheese days. And uh, so I, I, I hope you get a lot out of it, to tell you the truth. But also, I wish they'd pay you more. Do you get tips by any chance? Nope. <sighs> 20 bucks a night. For fuck. No tips. And like, for the record, I did. I looked because um, the break room that we use also just happens to be the actual employee's break room. So I, in the room, there was a job posting board for other jobs at the zoo. Uh-huh. And so the most entry-level one I could find, which was to be an attendant for the ropes course there, was eight seventy-five an hour. Well, oh, good so, lordy. Yeah, that's, yeah, they don't pay shit. Yeah, the zoo is, you know what, the zoo is doing what nonprofits do. Because motherfuckers mm-hmm. want to work at the zoo. Yeah. They're like, oh, dip, I could work at the zoo and look at the apes or whatever all day. And, uh, so At least I get to do what I'm pa- passionate about. I'm just an animal lover, you know. I could be wasting away to CVS, or I'll just work at the zoo for fucking nothing. Yeah, eight bucks an hour. That's yeah. pathetic. I, I don't know. Get out I'm, of bed for eight dollars. Try. <laughs> yeah, that's part of my motivation of why I'm not trying to find part-time work right now. Although I'm gonna figure out some way of income. Like maybe I'll have to start like writing, writing more, like start making YouTube videos, and like in the Patreon or whatever. I don't know. I do a little bit of you that already. Not much lately. Huh? You, you could do one of those things go like um, one of those like fundraisers where you go to all your friends or you go door to door and you get people to commit to like donate 10 cents per mile that you walk, you know, and to raise money or something. And then you just, you know, take a little bit for yourself and then you walk a hundred miles and then go ask everybody for checks, you know, that they promised. Well, that's nice. Well, um, that actually dovetails quite nicely. We'll go uh, close out the call by going back to what I said I was going to talk about earlier, which is what the next big walk is. I'm walking. Yes, sir. I'm walking. <laughs> what, what? Get down. So, <laughs> that was a jam. Yeah, it went. So being. So anyway, starting in February, um, I'm doing a combination of existing trails and just walking on roads that I call the Goblin's Curve. Ooh. And so okay. what it consists of is, is I will be starting uh, I'll be starting just north of Charleston, South Carolina, and walking all the way across South Carolina up to the mountains. And okay. once I'm done with South Carolina, I'll go up north a little bit, actually, actually use the Appalachian Trail again for a little. And then I'm going to walk all the way across North Carolina. Stop in Asheville. I love that place. It's a hell of a joint. Oh, I was born in Asheville and the route I'm taking actually goes right past Asheville. So nice. 
Nice. I love it. I can't believe you're walking through the mountains, though. I, I, I think I would die doing that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I hate hills. So, I don't like hills. I walked uh, 12 miles today. It was raining. Uh, f- climbed five flights. That's it. Just five flights, which is, I think, not good. But, you know, 12 miles today, five flights. Well, Goblin, tell people where to find you because uh, we, we got to oh, get the absolutely. rest of the calls in. So um, I, um, I'll start with my Instagram because that's where I do most of my posts for this sort of thing. It is um, at Morning Haze, Morning as in morning without the G, and Hayes, H-A-Y-S. Uh, all right. And that's my on Instagram? Twi- uh, yeah, my Twitter. I really don't use Twitter as much anymore because it's a hellhole and I don't enjoy it. It's a hit. But uh, I'm at Zoloft Deschanel. All right. Oh, yeah. I just saw you. I, uh, I read one of your things in the chat, duh. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was me. <laughs> well, it's good um, to hear from you, Goblin. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'll I'll keep y'all posted. See if I see if I do any sort of fun fundraiser with the next next big hike. Talk to y'all yeah, soon. Absolutely, yeah. Keep it goblin easy. style. Peace. Keep it goblin style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. It's like uh, I mean, b- people ride their motorcycles and and make money. They raise money doing that. Why not just use your two feet? Why not just okay. use what, what God gave you? That's what I would. The do. Lord gave you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Two more to go. You ready? We're yep. in overtime. Uh, we, are. So we get bonuses because I don't have enough money for Christmas. So Same here. <laughs> so this is now overtime. We get bonus pay. Was, was uh, melting down right before the show, <laughs> looking at my bank account and thinking about Christmas. It's really Christmas time. You're like, fuck, it really is actually 100%. It's already happening. The shit. I go to the stores. They're playing it. Like, it's here. People yeah, are making the plans. I'm getting the texts already, you know, about like what the plans are going to be. Yep. It's happening, Cap'n. All right. Next call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hello. Is, uh, is this me? You would know. This is you. Hello? Okay. Uh, hi. Um, uh, I'm calling in. Uh, my name is Esri. I'm actually from Columbus. Uh, I, the, the workout thing actually reminded me of a story at the end about Planet Fitness. Or I'll, I'll just share, share it here that um, uh, I actually went once during the pandemic and I didn't feel safe at all, but I kind of went because they restarted everyone's memberships once the society said, open it all up. And like, mm-hmm. oh, you had a membership before? It's like, it wasn't like an opt-in. It was like an opt-out. And then they're also infamous of making it a pain in the ass to make you opt-out and like have to come in in person in a pandemic. No, I wasn't yeah. doing that. But yeah, I, understand. I, have a, Absolutely. Yeah, I have a story about a kind of a funny story about work, uh, work at UPS. Um, so I'm kind of in the process of like transitioning here in Columbus. And so kind of like finding opportunities to mix more feminine stuff into my wardrobe at work and colder weather is making it easy because I mean I just wear leggings all the time right 
And so uh, it was actually this last Wednesday, um, it was like 67 or something here. And so I was like, I'll wear my thinnest leggings, but it's still going to be hot. And so I picked up like a crop top from the thrift store recently and I brought it to change into. And so it was fine, all well and good. And I'm working and uh, I start working in a truck and uh, I walk out of this uh, truck and I, I had like a shirt to put over myself, but I just forgot to do it. They were just sending me to another work area. And so I'm kind of walking around the, the hub in leggings and leggings are kind of and i have a belly so leggings that were like hanging below my belly just to give me like extra room to like not sweat if that makes sense uh-huh and so i'm like walking around the hub belly out in like leggings and a crop top and uh then i walk by the sort manager who runs the shift and he uh basically yells at uh chastises me and tells me to put a shirt on. I go to the bathroom and then, um, because it's the union job, this is how it works. I, I didn't get in trouble or anything, but after I went to the bathroom and changed, I had like a full-time supervisor and my steward, um, come over to me and just explain like, Hey, um, you gotta wear a shirt when you're at work. I'm like, crop tops kind of technically a shirt. I mean, it's half a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they should say how um, long the shirt has to be. They should mention that. And, you know, because yeah. the you want, I mean, if you got a power unit up front, it's going to need cold air on it. Yeah. And I mean, the, they got fans, but fans are sometimes aren't enough, especially when you've got, when you've got a lot of insulation. And honestly, there's so, been plenty of women in the summer who were like cis women who wear crop tops and it's not a problem, but whatever. Um, oh yeah. Then, me, yeah but, then it's Coolio then. Yeah. If any, it's, it's open season. Let you me, can't complain if you let the ladies do it. It's anybody can do it then. Everybody's loud. Yeah. I would be like, so you mean but to tell it, me I can't wear a cutoff football jersey like they did back <laughs> in the early 80s and 70s tour? I can't wear my mesh jerseys now. It's comfortable. <laughs> I guess that's against the rules. I'm working in a goddamn truck. It was Nobody sees you. That pisses me off so much. That's the thing. When you have a fucking job where nobody sees you, just let people fucking yeah. wear a bikini to work. It <laughs> However doesn't it gets done. Matter. Whatever it takes to get it done. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Move the move the shit. And usually they don't give a shit about what you're wearing as long as it's not like hateful or offensive because like everyone's clothes get destroyed at that place. Uh, sure. I I wear t-shirts that like one one day of there just like the you wouldn't think of it, but just all the dust and grease that's on those boxes, thousands of yeah. boxes a day, one yep. shirt goes through there one day. You wear the wrong shirt, and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot to change before. This shirt's now going to be a work shirt from now on. And no, it changes it forever. It function. changes this, yeah, the structural yeah. makeup of all of your clothing. Fucks your shoes up so it's bad. Like Working in a warehouse grease. fucks your shoes you up. You like take crazy. on so much damage. Or everything does. <laughs> you do take a lot of damage working in any kind of warehouse. Uh, even like OxyClean won't get out those stains. But yeah, I think the main issue was just like I'm assigned male walking around, basically showing my belly. And honestly, the crop top had because I was bending up and down. It had rolled up, so basically, like it was only covering my chest area. So it was like everything below between the chest and 
my my uh, hips below the um, belly was just exposed. So like, okay. I get it, and I probably should have walked around with like a covering shirt, and I got talked to. But like, that's all. Also, the story of like how I'm finally like coming out at work and telling them like my pronouns and my name because I'm like, well, that's not a let's. This is awkward. I don't want to like. I didn't get in trouble, but like, I don't want to get talked to about like fucking ge- like what I'm wearing and gender stuff. No. So I'm like, that's great. Steward, no, yeah, the steward who I, yeah, I know I agree. So no, I already, so you're uh, you're just being 100 percent comfortable. You're just living out loud, like just doing my thing. I'm working right now. I'm not. I don't give a fuck what other people care about my appearance. I'm working, trying to get a job done. It's up to them to say, hey, we want you to follow these fucking standards or whatever. But like, yeah, I'm getting my job done, and this is what I do. I dress cute. I'm sexy as fuck. So sorry. Yeah. Sometimes I forget it that it, it yeah, like I'm, bothers, you know, chast minds. And yeah, it was maybe it was also I was cute, but I was also just very comfortable because it's even with a, that crop top and leggings in that truck with the with the the fans and I was I wasn't even like picking up heavy stuff. It's all those like jc penny and like Aber- i don't know which company it was from but one of those companies that sends a bunch through ups here well they'll just have a a truckload of those uh we call them poly bags those plastic bags that you, yeah. you get clothes shipped in and so i'm just putting like five eight ten pound bags on the belt so it's not even heavy but still just the warmth and the way my body runs hot i was sweating but yeah i get it I, I mean, I used to hang, I hang out with people. I hang out with, I used to hang out with dudes that just never wore a shirt ever. Like that just was not. And I just, it's, I'm used to that. It never I bothered me. You. Like I just, there's just friends you have that like, don't want to wear a lot of clothes and like, I fuck with it. It's not a problem. But dude, but dude, there wouldn't even, I, I'll bet you, I don't know. I obviously you have to wear a shirt at work. That's not like, yeah. but I, I would say like 90% of the people, the dudes that are working there would be totally like, if they said you can take your shirt off, like I would say 60% of the people would take their shirts <laughs> yeah. off in the they, summertime. Yeah. Especially when you get to undershirts. And, and like, plenty yeah. of dudes do that when they're in a truck too. Yeah, for sure. I believe Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I believe so it. Take off their shirts and truck, especially in the summer. Necessary. Necessary. Totally necessary. Oh, yeah. It's 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 hell inside especially of those things. It makes you want to fucking when, uh, panic. Especially back in the day, and until uh, they updated the hub here and expanded it, so it does like double the volume with the same amount of work staff, of course, because that's how a corporation works. Uh, well, I think we might have increased our labor force slightly, but uh, but before that happened, like when you were loading a truck, they didn't even have fans. Yeah. Because it was just like yeah. an outdated building. That fucking sucks. That sucks. You should be allowed to work with no shirt or a crop top or a bikini top or fucking, again, the, the half of a high school football jersey. That's a good look, man. That's, that is why I need to get in shape so I can go out and wear the half of a football jersey. Get you don't it. have to be in You can any shape is fine to wear that. Anybody can wear no, that no, no. actually. I understand, but to make me comfortable sure. in doing it, I would have to get in some kind of shape that I was like, yeah, I'm proud of myself, you know, but it'd be, maybe I'll just do it with a shirt under it. You know what I'm saying? Like an undershirt. A long shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's the thought that counts sort of thing. Half a football jersey, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, you're like, this guy's fucking really confident. And then it's like got an undershirt. But uh, it's like, that's hey. like wearing one in the pool. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. If anything, they got to compliment me on the confidence for having a belly and wearing a, cop, a crop top. In a yeah, they, I agree. They should show up and say, say like, they're this yeah, white, they're, generally conservative dude. Yeah. I Even agree. Even though my department you. is generally not a. Yeah. But it yeah. gave me the opportunity to be like, well, this is a perfect segue to like talk to that steward who's actually kind of cool and uh, like. I've, I've creeped on his, uh, uh, I've looked at his Facebook and he has like pretty lefty politics himself. So I was like, this is perfect. I'll just come out to him first. And I'm like, Hey, remember how we had that talk? Well, that's because I'm like, not cis. And he's like, okay, mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, just talk to your other stewards in your area and talk to management. So that that's hopefully, uh, it's peak season coming up, so there's a lot of stuff to worry about, but hopefully I can get the message of like, hey, start calling me Ezra at work so I don't have to also get into the issue of like, like when the fun thing of when you're not out at work, it's like management calls you something else and like I switched to a new shift, so I'm meeting new people and uh-huh. like workers I hadn't met before. So then I get into this situation, which I actually got into on Monday and I froze up and quote unquote dead name myself, but I, I, it's still my, I look at it more as legal name versus dead name, but, um, cause they ask like, what's your name? And I just kind of froze up. I'm like, well, I go by Esri, but no one at work calls me that. So if I let this person know what I go by and then management calls me something else, like I get confused and I just said, fuck it. And so it's not, it's not the, it, it's a, it's a brain weird torture thing of like anxiety and just indecision. And yeah, I would say, I mean, I always feel like with, I mean, with new people, you can be whatever you want. Like they don't know anything about you. Like the hard thing about having longtime friends is that they always remember you, how you were, they hold you to like standards that were applicable like a decade ago with new people. You can just say, this is who I am. And and you, you can like fucking, you can, practice the lie it feels like a lie you know it feels yeah. like i don't know if i want to be that but like that's you just profess you know uh who you are like how you feel right now uh with new people so that way you can set the standard towards where you want to be and then you know the other people they're going to take definitely more effort to convince but like new folks like whatever you tell whatever you want to be like new friends new and new acquaintances any of that stuff new co-workers just fucking tell them lie to them Tell them this is who I expect. This is the life I expect. This is the life I expect to live. It's not even a lie. It's just. It's not even a lie to tell them who I am because it is who I am, and legally it'll be who I am. I didn't mean to say legal sense. Eventually, yeah. It just I it feels like a lie. There's just things that I do that were like I don't do that all the time though, and it's like, but I would really like to do that all the time, you know, or I would like to to be there, you know. Sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean diminish what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying too, though. Oh, the yeah. imposter syndrome thing. It's like when I, yeah. it's like that I did this for like six years before I said I was a comedian to anybody ever. You know, it just feels like a lie, I guess. Or, or, or like, but it's who you are. It really is yeah. who you are. But you're yeah. like, I'm not, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, I, well, I actually have a friend who I've kind of cut out because every time we talk about this, it would just get, get me imposter syndrome because he knew me in like my most toxic masculine times because we met when I was in a fraternity, which I really just joined because I moved to Columbus and transferred as like a 22-year-old, like sophomore, junior transfer student. And I'm like, I don't have everyone who I knew from high school has graduated. So I guess I got to make new friends. And then I think the thing that actually did it was beginning of the semester jitters couldn't sleep. And then I went into the involvement fair, like dead as a zombie and just signed every single form and then just got hit up by fraternities. I'm like, "Eh, that's the way to get new roommates. And And then I kind of just conformed all the, conformed to all the frat BS, which, could be some interesting tangential street fight stories that involve rape culture because that's even even the tiny fraternities that everyone thinks are like the loser fraternities. Yeah, they've got rape culture all throughout. Yeah, that's why oh, yeah. I avoided them like the plague, just like the military. I never, never, never been in one of the houses before. Like I, I, uh, uh, I used to think like I wanted. I, I didn't even know what a fraternity was. But I'd be like fucking frat boys when I was like eighteen, yeah. And I would just say it, and like I probably was even getting it wrong. Like I would point out two two dudes on the street and be like fucking frat boys. <laughs> They're probably just regular like guys. college students, yeah. hillbillies or something. Just pointing at people, <laughs> just get just so I could be mean with my friends, you know. I gotta yeah. give these frat boys some grief. Well, thank you for calling and feel free. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sure. I was just saying with the hillbillies on OSC campus versus the fraternities, the same people, one group's just a little bit more organized. That's true. (laughs) That is true. Well, thanks for calling in. Thank you. Have a good night. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. Last call. All right. Last call. Closing for al- time. Alcohol. Hey, what's going on? You're calling Street Fight Radio. Hey, Street Fight. This is George from uh, Middletown, Ohio. Yes. George, how's OH it going? Is showing up. Come out there, JD Vance way. He's from out there, JD Vance way, Brett. Middletown. Please don't teach us anything yeah, about libertarianism. Not, I won't. I'm not even from here originally, which is weird because nobody nobody comes here. But I got here by accident. But oh uh, yeah, George, you want to hear something? Yeah, I spent what three months there, uh, roofing. At one point, I got a job as a roofer, and uh, they were like, "Do you want to travel? We'll give you twenty dollars a day per diem." And I was like. Fuck yeah. And they were like, well, enjoy Middletown, Ohio. And uh, that was where I traveled to, and it sucked. (laughs) They got good chilies out there or something? (laughs) No. Not at that time, they didn't. I mean, they need need roofs out here. So Uh, I actually haven't listened to you guys for a while, and I was on a cross-country drive from Oregon last week. And I listened to the Sunday episode, and Brian, I have a—I think you have an issue that I might be able to help you with. 
Okay. Great news. Yeah. Which is, um, wait, okay. So your shoelace, did you get your fancy shoelaces yet? Not yet. Nope. I did not buy them yet. Not yet. I want to, but uh, I think I'm going to put them on my Christmas list. Fancy shoelaces. Oh, yeah. That's a, I mean, it's a good idea, but what are your, what are you walking in? Is it boots or is it like sneakers or what? North Face Trail Runners. North Face Trail Runners. Do those have I mean, metal eyelets and the little little metal like hook things, or are they all fabric? They have the fabric loops and metal eyelets. So both of them. Combo. Okay. And when your laces break, are they breaking on where the metal eyelets are? Do you think they are? Somewhere yep. around here? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's the jam, because I do, now I do, well, in, I'm a once and in the past wildland firefighter, and we go through tons of laces out there, right? Uh-huh. Um, like so hiking in the we forest. Were... What you do is, like, go to... What Brian the... laces his boots like a firefighter. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. One of our brave first responders. Well, I lace my boots like a brave first responder. <laughs> like ready to jump into action. Your feet are <laughs> secured enough to jump into action like the brave firefighters. True. And can I ask, like, do, you, do your shoelaces just get burned off when you're fighting a fire? Um, not usually. Some people, some people spend, like, the good money on the good boot laces. Like, the, they've got these Kevlar ones. Those are all right. Those are a little bit fireproof. Um, rarely we're, like, I mean, sometimes you'll get into ash, like, burning ashes, and those will get pretty hot. But I've never even had, like, cheapo laces burn through those. I use paracord for laces a lot on my fire boots. But mm. I've never had any issues with them burning i have had them snap though and here is why it happens for a lot of us and here's why it might be happening for you is that the metal eyelets in your shoes have you know they've got like a little burr on them or something they have a little sharp just a little okay. bit of sharpness in there that's rubbing on your shoelaces and cutting into them that sounds right and so what so. yeah so what we do when somebody has like a new pair of fire boots and they keep breaking laces is you go and you get your, we, we carry them in the chainsaw kit, but you take them and you take a round file, like, or you could just go to a hardware store. I don't think, I don't think they're that expensive. I don't know, but take a round file. It's just like a small little round file. You've probably seen them before. I don't probably don't need to explain them to you, but you just take that and you kind of grind at the inside of your eyelets, whichever one is closest to where the break is happening. And that should solve some, if not all of your issue. All right. Okay. Okay. That's the move. That's I don't the have move. to buy the $15 shoelaces now. I mean, you still can't, it's still a good investment, I think, but <laughs> I mean, paracord laces just, just like if you want some shoelaces, just have put para, put like a big get a spool of paracord, like real you know like real survivalist paracord. There's like a number attached to it. I don't know what it is, but uh, just ask for a spool of paracord for Christmas because then you have shoelaces forever. 
And you yeah. have like paracord for, uh, uh, you can make bracelets and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. You can connect with your prepper family. That's a great idea to get from your, your, uh, your bug out bag in-laws is say, Hey, can I just get a, a few yards yeah. of paracord? I just uh, bookmarked paracordplanet.com. So <laughs> I'll be taking a look. Everything at. paracord. Yeah. Paracord planet. Ready to go. I'm going to bite this uh, paracord off my wrist and make a tourniquet out of it at this metro park where you slipped and sprained your ankle. <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Well, thank you for calling and thank you for the advice. It is it is appreciated yeah, no. immensely. It makes sense. Yeah, I get it. And thank you for fighting fires. That's yeah. that's one of the good jobs. Well, yeah. Now well, I'm just I mean, back in Ohio for the winter. So are you guys? Oh, I had a I had two questions, and then I'll just I'll let you guys go. Um, first off, is are you guys planning on doing like? Because I called maybe two years. Like I called like pre-pandemic talk to you guys. You guys really helped me out because I was having a hard day. Um, but I was trying to make plans to go up. You guys were watching wrestling in a bar in Columbus on certain nights of the week, right? Uh, we we used to, you we used sure to, did, but yeah. the bar closed during the pandemic. Otherwise we'd probably be getting ready to go back. Uh, to sure. Half half baked would let us do it for sure. Do they have cable? They do have a TVs. Yeah. We could okay. maybe work at it. We could, it could happen again. It could happen again early in the year. All right. I'll uh, keep an ear out for that. My other question, I don't, I don't listen to it. Like I said, I was driving from Oregon back to Ohio. So that's why I, I caught up on a bunch of podcasts, including you guys a little bit. Um, so I'm not familiar with the podcast sphere, but I was wondering, is there any sort of leftist comedy parenting podcast out there? Because I'm a parent, and I'm what? I was asking Brett. Brett might have guessed it. I I thought maybe uh, I really don't know. One, there isn't one. There definitely should be one. And uh, even with my ex-wife, uh, we talked about it constantly because she was trying to find parenting podcasts, but they were all like religion based. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I really, I would love to hear suggestions from people. I don't know of any specifically um, that that are, but there should be. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, if yeah, you know I, of one, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, if if somebody yeah, knows just... of one in the chat, maybe I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm I'm totally not sure. Uh, yeah, nobody's giving All real up. answers. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take a look. If anybody, if anybody is interested in talking about starting one for like a month and then just me forgetting about the project, they can hit me on Instagram because I'm a parent. I'm a parent, and you know I have community out in Oregon who are other like kind of leftist parents, and it's fun to hang out and talk with them. And I can do something with them, but. I was just, you know, it's good to meet parents who have common ground, who you have common ground with, rather than the kind of parents that I meet at my kids' preschool here in Middletown. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it would be it would be nice to hear, you know, people with the same values doing a podcast because, yeah, uh, Christian conservative is probably not going to work out 
for you. Yeah, that's not my get down. It's not? No, yeah. It never was. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. We are, uh, uh, I'm going to go uh, watch Cowboy Bebop. Oh, really? I think so. I yeah. did see um, the TV for- show. Yes. The, the, the uh, television program. One. Yeah. I did see there was a TikTok I watched recently um, of a person that looked older. They were in their 20s or 30s. Um, but it reminded me of Gwen uh, because it was like someone made, it, made a, a prompt, like, tell me about all the stuff you hid from your parents. And then this lady was like, I didn't even hide anything from my parents because I could talk to them about anything. Like it got to the point where my mom told me, like, you don't have to tell me everything that you do. <laughs> just like in your mind, like some shit, just just like keep it close to the chest. Like you don't have to, <laughs> to spill it all. <laughs> but if you create that environment and they also said that like uh, their friends also would go to their parents, to talk to them about stuff that like was uncomfortable to talk about with their own parents. So. Yeah, the gentle parenting movement is what it's called. Um, but I don't know of any specific podcast or anything like that. It's just free by radio. We're gentle. Parents. Yeah, it's gentle parents. We're a couple I mean, I real- sound like an asshole a lot, but I'm really not at all. I'm more actually mad at how gentle I am. I think that's my that's the problem for me is just it's- being treated like garbage and knowing that like you can be treated like garbage and make it out fine and have a great life, but like not resisting the urge to just do the lowest common denominator of like hitting and passive aggressiveness and like just not being upfront, you know, and lying and restricting and all that stuff. It doesn't work. It doesn't fucking work at all. No, absolutely not. You know, and, and my kids, you know, my daughter, like is, my kid is a dream. She just like, she's does, she doesn't even have any problems that I don't have to deal with shit. Like I asked her to do something. She'll do it, you know, because the rest of her life, like I'm pretty much like trying to get her, to, to feel good and to be like fully realized and stuff. So if I ask her to clean up some plates, she's like, all right, I was allowed to do pretty much anything I wanted to do today. And my dad <laughs> paid attention to all of my stuff. I asked him to do these activities and he followed through with all of that. I can clean up some fucking plates. I can put my, my laundry away. It's not like a big ask of her, you know? Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. And, and, you know, mine's 17 and is a good kid and uh, has not really ever had any rules basically so gentle parenting that's where it's at baby yeah it's way to be and thanks for listening to street fire radio we'll be back on wednesday night uh before the big day of awfulness the the uh yeah thanks thursday it's unfortunate Yeah. yeah all right well peace have a good one bye Sitting on a radio and rocking.